Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to another edition of PG85 Plays. I am your Marshal Double H, and tonight we are back with another edition of PG85 Plays Deadlands the Horror at Headstone Hill. Before we begin, let me as always introduce your cast, and this time, this time, this fucking time, I'm going to get it right, beginning with Fern <laughs> Hawthorne, played by Lindsay Wolfgang. I'm the practical one in the group. We've also got Thatcher Kane played by one R.E. Casper. Oh, I'm detecting, learning things. We've got our very own Killian Legion, old reluctant himself, played by Shannon Young. I just got a question prompt that popped up. It's very strange. It said, Hey, you enjoying your shrimp? I really didn't know where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Emmett Durandal is played, of course, by one Stephen Bright. If I had a rocket launcher, I'd make somebody pay. What happened to Sicily? That was... Is she gone? <laughs> that, that was a mistake. I'm telling you, I'm telling you I wrote <laughs> that fucking NPCs. name down. I wrote that, and I promise you it will come back. You guys asked for it. It will be answered. The name will come back. So when uh, we last played our... our uh, inquiring minds had finally arrived at Heaston Hill or Terrytown or Headstone Hill. It's all of those things we'll come to find. Um, and you guys were basically just sort of cresting the, the hill uh, as you were heading into town. The sun is, is going down around you. You can see the uh, glow of the electric light from a distance on Main Street. When we left off, I'll, I'll read you a little bit of the, the section that we left off on just so we're all back on the same page. <clears throat> The last thing that we discussed game-wise, uh, I had said as, as you were uh, in your various modes of transportation, making your way into town, there it is now, amigos, that dark mass of buildings huddled on the mountain's shoulder, a place they call Headstone Hill. A sharp black slab of Terrytown Bench looms over it and beyond the high Uinta Mountains, ragged against a cobalt sky. You see the town's main street ablaze with electric light, which verges on miraculous, but... It strangely flickers, and every shadow grows deeper and more suspicious in its presence. Just looking at the place even from this distance puts a chill down your spine. But that's where Agent George Reach vanished, and so that is where you've got to go. And that, of course, is where we left off before and where we're picking up tonight. So before we do, any questions from the crowd? I think I'm good. I'll let the AI do my questions for me. God. I don't think it works that way. It ends up just being imagery. <laughs> imagery of hot dogs and DBZ characters and, and their racism. various goings on. <laughs> no, Steven. <laughs> no, we're not teaching it that. <laughs> well, somebody okay. has to put stuff to it. <laughs> Someone so, has to put a stop to as, it. As we pick up, everyone is, is in Roll20 right now. Yes, you have Roll20 available to yeah. you? Yes. Yeah. Um, the very first thing that I need tonight is a notice roll from everyone. Oh, I got I forgot to put my character out, though. Give me one second. Oh, my yeah, I need that, too. It's okay. It's a good thing. Uh, Remember, you roll the a die one. that's associated with the trait, and you roll. You always roll a d6 as your wild die as well. Uh, Hunter, I'm... Uh... If you... I, I can't. Uh, it, it's not loading. Um, you have my yeah, no, you have my image saved. To add it together. Your character sheet. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't have access to it. All right. Yeah. Give me a second. No, Hunter. I'm. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> so you do. Are you, are you doing a bit? I'm Is doing it about a, somebody specific. I'm doing a bit. Let's. 
Okay. Notice roll. <laughs> notice roll. Notice roll. Yes. So you have your your whatever die is associated with notice. If you don't have notice as a skill, you roll a d4. Right. Um, and and then we'll subtract two from whatever the highest one is. And then remember, you also have your your uh, your wild die, your d6. Uh, so I got the two and then the four. My so you'll take the four. The four okay. is the highest. Uh, Hunter, so I got a roll of four. I got a nine. You got a nine, right? Because you have nine. a plus two to notice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. I okay. got a five, but I also have a plus two, so I have a seven. I have a seven. All right. So before we have a four, a seven, and a nine. Uh, well, your D four didn't roll, Cass. Oh. So try that again. Oh well, it's not going to be bigger. Than, it can't be bigger than my D six or my it six. And if it aces. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Which technically didn't. <laughs> it's not. Wait, it's not, but it could have. Yes. Yeah. That's a total possibility. Oh, it's a D eight. That's what. Never mind. I'm dumb. Right. Also, yeah. Why, why, why are you rolling way. a D eight and a D four? Because my you, notice is a D eight. So you roll a D eight and a D six. Yep. Wild eye is always a D six. That's a good point. There, <laughs> cheese. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get used to it. I don't uh, understand I prefer, this game. I prefer the term Woodstock's freakout zone. Two. <laughs> I like the other roll better. Okay. Can I go back to a four? Ch- there. There. It's, it's okay. You still get. You still get a six. <laughs> Um, all right, so so yeah, because we take the highest, so we have a, a seven, we have a four, a six, a seven, and a nine, correct? Yes. Okay, that means that everyone did succeed. I will tell uh, you this. Yeah, we are so, aware. We're good. As you all are are cresting this hill again, you're maybe. I think even at this point, a mile would be would be too intense you're probably about a half mile outside of town you're close enough you can see you know individual buildings and such um you can see again the bench the 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 slab the hill in the distance um and the electric light that i was talking about that's kind of again electric light at this point in time is not um common in any way shape or form unless you are in a major city most places do not have electric light so somewhere like this place kind of out in the middle of nowhere uh doesn't even have a proper train station to it yet this is already unusual in and of itself the other thing uh, that catches your attention is it's only after you kind of get over the the site of that electric light those those and when i say electric light i mean like lamp posts basically all through the the main streets um, you also notice that there's a sound accompanying them. Whether it's coming from them or not is not clear at all. You wouldn't even really assume that, maybe, but they are the two most unusual things. There's the electric light, and there's also this faint, kind of high-pitched humming sound. <clears throat> Think of, like, swarming insects or, like, like a, a really particularly high bird call that just kind of never stops and stays on the same, like, rough wavelength. Um, coming from somewhere in town, you're definitely too far away to pinpoint a location, uh, but but you can hear it, and it's decidedly coming from that space. We're not talking dog whistle territory, but it's approaching that, and you're all very aware of it. In fact, anyone on a horse would notice that the the horse doesn't like react strongly to it, but it definitely does kind of maybe you know shake its head or uh, let out a, a little like a little whinny, a little knee or something once that that sound kind of picks up. I would like to ask my horse what he's hearing. Oh, let's see if I can still do it. Um, he goes, I don't know if my cheeks can still do this. Hang on. Okay. Ah, I can't do it just right. Anyway, ah. I was trying to make that little like sound that they right. make. It's almost like, right. a, like a purring horse. 
I used to be able, if I could just put the, the, the pocket of air just right, I could make my cheek do that, and I can't do it anymore, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just going to make a bunch of noise. Anyway, that's what he does. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to look so, back at, uh, I'm going to look back at, at Fern and ask her, uh, you're uh you're a horse rancher, right? Can you translate that? He's telling you to shut up and keep moving. <laughs> I'll look down at him and be like, Do you say that? <laughs> he keeps thundering forward. <laughs> My horse um, is a jerk. <laughs> I'm gonna drop uh I'm gonna drop an image here into the, the text. You guys have seen this before, you've had access to it. It is in the, the our uh, Facebook chat as well. But just so you know, this is basically the map of what is labeled now as Heaston Hill that you were given. Uh, the way we're going to handle this is that you all are coming in from the southeast there. Uh, it is labeled as the Lone Tree Trail. So that's pretty much where you're coming in from the, the previous location where you were. Again, you were coming out of the woods and sort of right into town um, across that bridge that goes over Smith Fork Creek. Um you can see that the, the buildings are labeled by number. Uh, and as I told you guys when we started this, this is a very kind of sandboxy campaign type story. So here's what I need you guys to do. Uh, I need you to decide where you want to go and what you want to do. It is... Um, uh, let's see. I said the sun was going down and it is in and around May. So it's, it's starting to get longer days. Let's say it's like seven o'clock approximately the sun is pretty well down at this point the street lamps are lit um but that's that's what's going on and as you're you're thundering into town there are a few people in and about the streets um you don't really see anyone of, of note at a distance or any particular um thing other than just people kind of crossing here and there the kind of people you would expect to see in a mining town again it's getting dark enough even with the electric light no one really looks um descript in any way where do you want to go? So we're coming into town, uh, and this is out of character. I'm trying to rem remind myself, like, what drew us this way, if there's, like, an underlying goal in mind. So you know for certain that uh, an agent that is, like, a government agent, George J.A. Reege, was uh, in this territory not that long ago, like, within the past couple of weeks. Um, he was there on some sort of official business. He was undercover going by the name Len Buckles. He was going undercover as a miner. Um, and along the, the way, his communications stopped. Um, Reege was also, he himself wasn't a member of the, the Twilight Legion, like you all are, like part of the, the Explorers uh, Society or Adventurer Society, but um, he had ties to them. And so <clears throat> his people basically got your people involved in this as well. They're concerned that because he's a government agent and because he went missing and no one has information, that there's potential, of course, that that could have something to do with it. Goddamn, there's that many saloons in this town? <clears throat> yeah, I was just reading what else is there to do. Yeah, it's, it's pretty involved. Um, this, this makes Valentine look very small. Right. Um, well, uh, are any of these... Well, I guess you wouldn't be able to tell me. I'd have to figure it out for myself. Um, What's that? 
Well, you just know. looking at a, at the saloons here, which one of these saloons would be more likely to uh, that that the the miners of the town would go to? Um, um that's a good because question. most because most people uh, here are miners in some form or fashion. There's going to be so so you guys know a lot uh, from the information that was given to you in advance, and I can kind of give you some some brief. Um, information here just to, as a refresher, but this was all in the, the player's kind of guide, the little primer. So <clears throat> when you're talking saloons, and this is what's listed under that, whether they're specifically saloons or do other things as well, <clears throat> here are the prominent ones in town. First of all, there's the Aspen Lounge, which is noted to be notorious for outlaws and sort of like shady characters. This is a rougher place. Frequent bo- uh, brawls, occasional shootings as well. Um, the, house the, is known, hmm. the house specialty is known as Red Eye, and they call it. Uh, they, they say it'll make a hummingbird spit in a rattler's eye. Um, there's the Cowboy Saloon, which is pretty straightforward. Um, uh, someone by the name of G.H. Schrobel runs this bar. It is basically for people who work the Crittenden Ranch. They kind of have their own place in town. Uh, you're welcome as long as you pay cash otherwise, though, if you're not part of their crew. Uh, there's the dance hall, <clears throat> which is, again, it also has a bar, but kind of made more for dancing. Uh, Kitty and Clovis LeBeau run this place with the help of a, a genuine English Earl who keeps the peace. Uh, there is the gambler's paradise, which is again, what it sounds like the biggest and best gambling gambling hall in Houston Hill. Uh, there is a place called Ladies and Lords, otherwise known as L&L. They stock only the finest liquors, wines, and brandies from all over the world. Uh, the proprietor is a man known as Lord Diamond. And a sign out front suggests it is for those, quote, of an educated thirst. Uh, there's the music hall. This is again, also kind of a watering hole, but if you're the sort, uh, it, it's, it's the modern day equivalent of going out to a piano bar, uh, a singer by the name of Lila Denslow, uh, takes up residence there. There she's known for her stirring rendition of an original song called the ballad of Bogwater bill. Uh, there is the, the Red Door. This is the town's first saloon. It's been around for a long time. It shows its age. One thing that's kind of interesting about it, uh, it's up near the bench itself, and so it features a genuine mine shaft that you can explore for just $1. Uh, it is owned by a former miner and turned bartender. His name is George Gleason, but everyone just calls him Beam, B-E-A-M. Uh, there's also the Tarantula Hole. This is another rough and tumble kind of place, mostly outlaws. They have another famous drink called Tarantula Juice, and that's all anybody knows about it. (laughs) There's the Wildcat's Den. They are the exclusive seller of Wildcat whiskey. Now, this is not just like we've got it in a terrine in the back. They sell this by the bottle. It's very classy. Uh, And the owner's name is Crawley Dake. Uh, He even offers cots for those of you who cannot handle his special tonsil varnish. Just ask for the drunkard's heaven upstairs. Um, and then there's also Zhang's Brewery run by B.G. Zhang, a Chinese immigrant, where you can actually watch your beer brew while you wait. He actively makes it uh, in, in the place itself. So, okay, yeah, there's there's a grand total of, uh, I think, 10, if I counted correctly, 10 places yeah. to, to get a drink. Not necessarily all saloons, uh, but that's that's what you know. I definitely propose that if we go in the saloons... Red door sounds like an awful good. uh, That's what I was also thinking too. However, at the same time, is anybody peckish at all for food before we start to uh, go and put drinks into a? I mean, eating and figuring out lodging is probably. Let me. High on our list. Let me roll for food real quick. So yeah, yeah, I can eat. You are hungry. (laughs) Or you're not um, hungry. 
There are also a handful of restaurants. <laughs> I'm interested in the debauchery cafe. So, so the people can are. can uh, can sort of, that's not a thing. Um, so that the people <laughs> can kind of get an idea of what's going on here. Actually, you know what? Oh. Uh, I am going to screenshot some of this. Yeah, it just it's just so it's available. I'll throw it in the in the text um, because I need to run to the restroom real quick. So I'm going to do this. And let us read ourselves. Them in there. there we go. Yeah. So you guys can read these aloud if you like, if you want for the audience, and I will be right back. Oh, that's not debauchery. That's Debony. <laughs> oh. I prefer well, very your small name, though. <laughs> There's debauchery here. I mean, it's the no, West. It is the, you never the minor know. union president runs it. So, Which, <laughs> hey, this is an We could go like one minor place to the next. One minor place to and oh, you mean like rub is also okay. popular with the miners. Mm. Oh yeah, see, Nolly's grub meat pockets. Go to the Mountain View oh, restaurant God. for southern home cooking. That's oh, all you guys. Right. Yes. Good news, guys. That's all for meats. you. We've got the meats. So apparently, <laughs> the bakery is also a hit with miners. The Debony Cafe Miners Union president. I hear there's botry there. I do too. I do. I and think, cigars. I think we should split the party. Why? No. So go check these places out, you know, faster. You just want to take off and go to the Whispering Pines no. fancy house. <laughs> nah. They're pretty fancy. Let's do this as a group. No. Oh, there's other places too. There's a fountain. What? Is that it? Is just a fountain? And then there's the Wyoming restaurant. I bet it's which, a nice fountain. Which specializes in for Wyoming premium food. cuts of lamb and beef. Yeah, <laughs> Open the, only for dinner. That famous well-known Wyoming dish. Yeah. The why? <laughs> so I'm thinking, I am feeling peckish. I think it might be a good option to go for some food first, get our bearings. Is there a hotel you said? Uh, there, there is a Houston Hill Hotel on Main yeah. Street. We'll definitely want to get settled in over there too. My character's already okay, started yeah. drinking. <clears throat> yeah, mine Which, too. If we're coming in on Main Street, I feel like it would make sense to stop at the hotel first and acquire lodging, and then go eat. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're centered on where places are because that I I wasn't. I'm so. looking at the map. <laughs> yeah, I can. I am not a leader. I am a schedule keeper for us. So. <laughs> um, the main place <clears throat> to find lodging would be Houston Hotel, which I'm, yep. I'm sure it sounds like that's, you guys have already found. I think yeah, that's Houston where we should head Hotel. to first and get our square, get our rooms squared up. Make sure there okay. are rooms. Otherwise, we're going to be sleeping in the street. <laughs> I don't know about rooms. Um, I'm just going to be sleeping in my you, wagon. What you know, <laughs> what you know in advance is that Easton Hill Hotel is the town's fanciest hotel. It might also it. be its only hotel. Uh, um, <laughs> it is a two-story affair. It has fourteen rooms and uh, what is also known as two presidential suites. But, it's uh, fancy. In advance, in advance, that is that is all you know. I never voted for them. <laughs> you he haven't voted been for, here. He voted for Kodos. <laughs> I just wanted just a regular room, but mine. <laughs> but mine. So, um, 
it's probably also worth noting that there is uh, most of these places aren't going to have like their own place to stable your horse and that kind of thing, because most people walk about town. Um, there is a stables and I'm looking for the specifics on it. I, let me see if I can find the, the number just so I can tell you exactly where it is. As you can see, there are a lot of places to work with here. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of places. So if you can find number 31, on the map? Oh, if I had a control. Um, yeah. 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 Good luck. Far right. Far right. <laughs> it's right at the crossroads as you're exiting. Town. So yeah, it's almost. Yeah, it's it. almost as you're. Well, as you're coming into town. Yeah, you're going to go very near it. Main and um, first. Yeah, thirty-one. There is the livery stable. Um, whose proprietor you you would know? I, I'll give you this information in advance. Is a, a man, uh, a black man by the name of Mose Drockman. Um, <clears throat> you don't know a whole lot about him in advance. Uh, but you do know that he is, you've been told anyway through your, your early contacts that he is trustworthy um, and that he has places to basically stable your animals um, and places that you can uh, stable, again, your, your wagon. Um, for a horse, it's going to cost you 25 cents a day to board it. Um, ah, that's inflation. including, now that, that includes uh, stabling, basically keeping them out of the weather. That includes feed, uh, a corral for exercising them, so someone will take care of them during the day. Um, <clears throat> uh, it also includes free parking with that for, for what it's worth. So basically, you're, you're paying for the boarding, um, but there's a, a fenced-in wagon yard there too, so any kind of wagons or whatever you have uh, can be included in that. If you have just the wagon, it's 25 cents a day because it takes up more space. Oh, I'm down for that. I'm, uh, I'm yeah. going there to put my horse in storage. <clears throat> are any of these uh, <laughs> are any of these hotels open to the horse staying in the hotel with me? They are not. Then, that is you staying in the stable with your horse. I will also go to the stable. Yeah. I, I thought at least one place around here was going to be pro horse. What if I'm you sorry. rented its own room? <laughs> they are. It's called delivery that's, stables. <laughs> that's called camping outside hotel. of town. What if you put pants on the horse first? Then the horse now has pants and is also staying in the stable. <laughs> that's right. that's. I'll I'll AI generate it, Kaz. Give me a second. <laughs> no, no, but make sure it's a sad horse walking away with pants on. Oh yeah, because he's he, yeah, because he's been uh, he's been he's, he's been rejected. Yeah, he's not welcome. He turned that's away. He's being racially profiled. Aww, horse. So no, am I understanding correctly that you're all you're all heading into to the livery, to the stable? Yes, let's yeah. go to the stables. Okay. okay. Is there no uh, as place you, I should park my wagon outside? They, they have parking there. Oh, so basically parking. because because your group is kind of uh, you know boarding horses and stuff, yeah. you can kind of be included amongst that. They have bu buggy parking, basically, is what it is. It's like okay. KOA. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, actually, uh, Doctor, as, as you all are arriving and you're, you're kind of like gearing down your, your steam wagon, uh, you notice that there is another steam wagon here now it's not quite as um your yours is rival like madman a tank <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say yours is what Very we primitive would call um, eccentric, right? Like it's, the, <laughs> it's not human, but that's kind of the the vibe that it gives off. This one is very much like you know the catalog it came out of. Like it's not been modified in any way. It's very straightforward, um, and it has a for rent sign on it. Uh, Twenty five dollars per day. You can rent the steam wagon. Um, 
Okay. But yeah, so it's it's not like they're completely unfamiliar. Now, yeah. admittedly, as you all are riding in the town, you in particular do draw some some curious looks uh, from the the townsfolk. This thing makes quite a bit of noise, and while they're not totally um, immune to that sort of thing, like that, like they <laughs> they definitely do hear that from time to time. Again, there is a steam wagon in town. Yours is different and interesting. <laughs> um, but as you all pull up to the to delivery. Um, Again, uh, the man that was uh, sort of described to you in that that initial uh, communication that you received from your your contact at the tombstone epitaph, uh, there there is uh, an older black gentleman, very tall, very tall. He looks like you'd guess like maybe six five or above somewhere, uh, or like like somewhere about six and a half feet. Um, he has on like overalls, like denim overalls that are clearly, you know, stained with work. He's got a pair of work gloves stuffed into the, the pocket up front, uh, has kind of like a newsboy style cap on. Um, and he kind of not eyes you warily, but he definitely like locks eyes with whoever is leading your party. Is anyone in particular out front of all of you? Probably me. Okay. Yeah. Killian, he, he locks onto you pretty quickly. Um, as you, you pull up to the stable, what are you, what are you doing here? How are you approaching? Calmly, calmly, uh, stern face. He he doesn't smile much. He's always very, he, he doesn't look upset or rude, but he's very blank. He's got that poker face on constantly. Um, but he will okay. tip his he will tip his hat to the man and uh, tell him hello. Okay, uh, Mose, as he notices you all are coming up, kind of does that thing where like especially tall guys they'll they'll like lean their arms over onto one of the fence posts that's keeping the the corral in place. Uh, and as you are, you still up on your horse? I'm guessing. Yes, yes. Kind of <clears throat> yeah, he looks him. up and he he doesn't quite like tip his cap, but it's more of just a, a quick sort of curt nod uh, over the the sound of the the steam engine, and of course just the general sounds of the livery and the stable. Um, he says, "I help you, Mister." We are uh, looking for lodging for. Uh, I forget who has horses. We got horses, and Stephen has his car, right? Yes. Yeah, there, okay. there are three horses and a steam yeah. wagon. Yes, we're, uh, and it's fixing chat. We're looking for lodging for our, for our three horses, and uh, he looks back at at Emmons, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> um, Mose looks kind of it's over, you know, past your your horses, and and sees the the steam wagon in the back, and goes, "I was probably not going to pick up, but he, he like whistles for a minute and goes, ain't that something.'" He looks back at you and he says, he goes over the basics, 25 cents per horse. It'll be 25 cents for that thing as well, though it'll be parked. Um, the horses will be well taken care of. As he's talking to you, uh, Killian, make a notice or an investigation roll, whichever one's better. As I, as I'm doing this and I'm, I'm looking at it, I am going to tell him, make it a... Uh... Make it would make it a, a dollar. My horse needs extra care. He's very particular. So you're going to be the one throwing coins at people in this one. Only for my horse. Um, I need beer for my he, horses. He uh, <laughs> he's not a dick about it, but kind of that stone face. He returns back to you. No, sir. Twenty five cents. Everyone gets treated the same. I'm gonna look I down like at my. I'm gonna look down at my horse. And you hear that, Ren? You're gonna have to suck it up this time. And then I'll and, and while I'm telling my horse that, I notice. You said notice, right? Yeah, notice or investigation, whichever one's better. I want to say notice, but let me double check just to be sure. Yeah, I don't even see investigation, so it's probably notice. 
Yeah, I think Thatcher's got some investigation talents, as mm-hmm. I recall. Which really, investigation is more of a you're gonna you're gonna spend time on it. You you have facts to start with. This is more of a I want to see if something catches your eye in the first place. I fucked that that last roll. Well, Well, I I put the thing after it. I don't think it counted right, but I got a nine on my first roll. So okay, so you got a nine total. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Oh, he has a plus two to notice. I got. They call me Eagle Eye, partner. So whatever whatever your highest number is, then you add plus two. Cowboy. Um, Oh. As you're you're talking and uh, Moses kind of like laying down the law of no you know we don't we don't do any special kind of boarding here. Um, there are again electric lights like set onto the street. He's not using them for his stables or his barn or anything like that uh, in particular because they're they're set along the street. But there are some of his like his people moving around in the background. They're doing things. Uh, a door gets flung open at the bar. Or at the barn, at the barn, uh, <laughs> and there are a couple of guys that have like lanterns on poles because they're helping some of the others like guide animals inside for the evening. It is getting a little chilly. Is not necessarily the word, but the wind's picking up. And you notice as those lanterns kind of swing by the barn, where most of the barn is that very traditional red and white color scheme with the black roof. Um, just up over the the main door on your right, the barn looks damaged in some way um in particular the coloration is off like there's some like black almost like scorch marks it looks like um and at some point in time it may not necessarily have been like warped or bent but you've seen enough of this kind of thing there was some fire damage here and it looks a little more extensive than an accident it doesn't look like, again, these guys have lanterns on poles. Someone else who doesn't know what they're looking for might think, oh, somebody bashed one against there by mistake. Right. This looks intentional. To uh, and it looks like they've tried to cover it up. And I'm going to call that out in a polite way and tell them something around the, the way of uh, not to uh, come across as rude, but I'm sure these horses will be safe, right? And I'm going to kind of nod towards back there. Looks like that barn's maybe seen some better days. <clears throat> Mose looks back over his shoulder, uh, takes a look at it, lets out just the faintest sigh. I mean, it's not like exaggerated. Like he's, it's not, it's the exact opposite of somebody wanting you to ask more questions. He's trying to, to kind of put this quickly to an end um, and says basically, yeah, we've had a little trouble around here with the locals lately. Uh-huh. You might imagine why. And uh, he, you know, sort of, nods back at his people if it hasn't been blatantly obvious at this point they're also right. all black right oh. they look like they're either family members or they're yeah. other people okay. so, of, of his kind so my 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 guy here he's a straight up i mean he's he's the detective style of cowboy like a lawman he he notices yeah. things he's detected things like Cass. um watching him say this does he see any ticks or tells anything that would lead him to believe that he's not being honest Ooh. Um, yeah, we're going to do this. That, I'm that might be an investigation thing. Hang I'm, on. I'm playing, I'm playing L.A. Noir now. I um, sucked at that game, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make that an investigation deal because I can't I can't imagine another skill that ties to that better in any in any way. Um, so you're going to you're going to roll a D4 and a D6 for your wild die. And then we're going to subtract two from whatever your highest total is. OK. I would, I, uh, yeah. Well, it's not that. One. I, can't, I can't think of anything else it would be. 
Oh, it could. Well, be. I mean, wouldn't it be notice? Because he'd be noticing tells and shit, wouldn't he? Well, that's that's what I was explaining a minute ago. Notice and investigation. The difference between them is a little bit like um, uh, perception. I forget what they're called in D and D. Perception and search. But basically, one of them is no, notice is more things that you're not actively looking for that catch your eye. Okay. Investigation yeah. is I've sense. got a little knowledge right. and I want to dig deeper. That makes I, sense. I'm curious though. Oh, God. Not, that was your best chance. Yeah, I didn't notice anything. But there's not an investigation no. skill, right? There's an investigator edge, which is the one that I've got. Otherwise, that's, I would have gotten the That's what I was wondering. I don't have an investigation skill. I didn't know if it's because I just didn't take it or No, investigator is plus two to research. Had, it wasn't the old one, but they've retracted re- it. That's what I'm thinking of. Research is the one that research I Research is what it is now, yeah. Well, I don't my have friends, that. My research I don't is have D8. that one either. My yeah. research is actually D8 plus two. So, like, yeah. if I was the one looking for those ticks, I'm the investigator. Well, I think since I, I've just learned that it's changed from investigative to research, that my previous roles probably would be disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I am actually really quick going to go look and see if there is a, a more applicable Accurate, skill yeah. because I can't I can't think of one off the top of my head but I also don't have the skill list yeah, in front of research me. Research does not sound like it would be that. You know what I mean? Research like, is book learning. I mean yeah, research is right. very much you're trying to to dig into something specifically. I don't mean to pull the um, game up here. I apologize. Uh, no, no, this is this is something we're going to need to know at some point in time. I, I yeah. want specific, you know, uh, things to call for when that is the case. Um I also uh, that makes me think i need to look up here ahead of time and see there are a couple other things that are going to tie into that as well uh okay um that's not it so those are all Kaz, you gonna go work at the dock later tonight what notice is (laughs) what's he he's got he got the pipe (laughs) i'm not even looking at the hat hat. oh the hat (laughs) it's the combo of all of them yep um so but. the way they list notice here is your general awareness and alertness used to sense sights, sounds, tastes, and smells, spot clues, detect ambushes, spot hidden weapons, uh, or tell if a rival is lying or frightened. Oh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess they kind of combined notice into that as, as all one thing. Um, it conveys basic information. Arrays will get you more detail. What, so yeah, yeah, I'll let notice, you make a notice roll for that. And in uh, in as thank you, I put a picture in the chat for you. Oh no! Okay. What's your notice roll, by the way? Uh, it's a one d eight plus two. That's how the horse wears the pants. Oh, that's they so went with all, that's oh my a god! Lot of all right, I won't. Well, <laughs> I deserve that because I rolled a one on a one d eight plus two. Um, oh. Oh well, wait! Dude, no, that's, exploded. Oh, that's six. That's 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 explodey. There you go. Keep going. That's a 10. That's a 10 altogether. 12. Plus no, two. I, I don't oh, wait. Pl- you don't get a plus two on that. No, the wild die. Right. Yep. No, yeah, you do. You add the plus you two to whatever you Oh, Yeah, shit, you add yeah. it to whatever the highest number is total. That's 12 then. 12. So the nice. so a grand total of 12 on your notice is yep. what I'm hearing. That dude's lying. Okay. So, <laughs> and again, the intention was, was with the intention with with was basically like is this kind of um is, is he didn't any, tell a story but like is he hiding something right is, is there anything that he does anything that he the way he talks the way he looks around anything that would make my lawman who who interrogates people uh believe that he could be lying or you know hiding something you you get the idea that Moses on the up and up 
This okay. is a guy who is, in a lot of ways, he's kind of like you. He's very no-nonsense. He's he's pretty shrewd. I mean, again, you you offered him more money, and he turned it down just because he's trying to keep things on the level. He doesn't want to be held accountable for uh, additional stuff there. Um, he He's a tough dude, but he seems very genuine. Like, you, yeah. you've been around enough people who are bullshitting you to tell when, when someone's bullshitting you, and he's not. As best you can tell, anyway, he certainly seems like what he is. What he is suggesting happened is probably what happened, and you get the idea that he also doesn't want to talk about it, and probably for a good reason. I am going to uh, say I'm going to nod and say thank you, sir. We appreciate it. We'll call him sir specifically, and uh, yeah. also just as an off comment to ask him uh, any of these locals that we should know about. Also, I, I had a question real quick: Am I undercover or am I actively like, yes, I'm a lawman? I forget what the goal is. Don't you have a badge? Um, yeah, I mean, you you've got a badge. Unless you want to try to go undercover, the assumption was you're you're coming in right yeah. again. You're okay. you're a you as a ranger. You don't have specific jurisdiction here because you're an Alaskan ranger. It's a territorial thing, right? Um, but you <clears throat> because you're out of your jurisdiction, you kind of can act like. Um, like a, uh, I don't want to call it a freelance agent, but like if you saw something going on, it would be understood that you could step in and like restrain someone until the locals show up or that sort of thing. I, I take it that he probably is not very trusting of the law, though, considering who he is and what he's been through. So I might not flash my badge at him, and I might just ask him. Um, I, I'll tell you this: because you you got a raise on that, you don't get the idea that it's a legal thing. You don't get that he's concerned about the law. He just said the locals. Then I, I am going to kind of show him my badge and ask him if there's anyone that we should be made aware of that could be causing him trouble. Make a persuasion check. Yes, sir. I can do that. That is going to be a ugh, four. God, you think I'd be more persuasive? Okay. Ah, fours are good. You still got a D6. That's a, well, that's another one. That's my fourth one today. <laughs> Shannon, didn't this happen you last time? You need to change your die color. Uh, it's a three. Five. Oh. Mm. Um, Steven, please. He doesn't really. I'm sorry. He doesn't really shut down so much as you can tell that he's kind of gone all business, and he he lets out a uh, like a like a, just a little dismissive kind of sound effect, and he goes, <clears throat> "Yeah, the name's on the sign. You can't miss them." And at that point, he turns and starts collecting horses. If you guys are kind of like. I assume that everyone's kind of dismounting and, and taking what they need. I parked my that. car. Oh, I've been watching yeah. this with great wagons. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. A, a couple of uh, I'm still trying to hands, learn. Um, oh. Emmett, they come out and, and open up the like a, the gates to like an open, basically a, a parking space. Um, it's not covered, but it is going to be fenced in and locked and that kind of thing. So hopefully you don't have any like open air. Things your tanks an impound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna specifically go up to you know the nearest person and just let them know. Uh, you d might not want to let anyone touch anything in there, otherwise we might be digging you up from a crater. And then I just walk away. <laughs> um, Steven tells it like one it of is. Them it's it's like it's like a couple of younger black men who kind of look at each other. They're also, by the way, they're all kind of dressed the same. They've got these these like denim overalls and and uh, the the caps and all that. They kind of look at each other 
and then look at, at you and like kind of like jerk your thumb like this, this fucking this guy. fucking guy <laughs> in the direction. Oh, um, uh, I'm uh, while I'm walking away, I pull out uh, whatever like a dollar just to make sure I have a couple nights covered because I'm still not sure how long we'll be. Oh, here. you're paying up in advance. I see. What yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, you you can cover you can cover a week's time plus a day with with this. So basically, tonight plus a full week with a dollar. It's twenty five cents a night. Okay. Cool. So, yep. And yeah, you guys can handle that however you want. Um, uh, Mose will tell you, Killian specifically, since you guys are kind of all grouped up and, and you guys are kind of talking what he's taking as like de facto leader to proprietor, um, that you can pay up as much as you want in advance, but there are no refunds. So if you pay for, you know, a month's time, you've paid up. That's it. You know, there's there's no, I'm going to give you back whatever you're you're missing because, you know, at that point in time, they're keeping track of of space and all that you pay for the space you have that space for that much time i pay him a week okay yeah the, he, yeah, the, the kind same. of standard seems to be you know <clears throat> hey you pay a dollar it'll cover you for for a week and, and change a week and a day yeah um uh doctor as as you're walking away those guys who were kind of you know whatever we would see that they they pull a tarp over your your vehicle just to kind of it, it's just a like a canvas tarp um, yeah not necessarily to protect it from the elements so much as to protect it from anybody gawking going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so, they, they don't want that attention any more than they expect that you do, even if they don't have any idea what you do and don't want. Uh, I, I just look at, uh, look over at it and it's like, it's weird that they're tucking her in, but okay. <laughs> Crazy old bastard. Um, you gotta take a nap. I, I'm going to look at, uh, at old uh, Thatcher because he's kind of the man who knows things. He's kind of a journalist. He's detecting things. Don't know if anything if he knows anything about this town per se, but I'm going to ask him about what Mo had told me about the uh, their names are on the signs and ask him if he has any insight about that or if he thinks it could be anybody. So yeah, uh, I, I uh, think he's waiting on an answer from me. Yes, he <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> I am like Shannon. Y'all, y'all um, running the game for me, ChatGPT for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I ain't got to do shit. You you can you can say whatever you want here, but I since he is asking you a question and you're trying trying to piece you know ideas together, I'll let you make a research check for this. I got you. Research okay. is going to be D eight plus two. I got half a bottle left, Kaz. So Let's make it good. It's do coming. D eight and your sixes, and then whatever the highest one is, then you roll the two or you add the two after. <clears throat> All right, D eight D eight coming at you. That's, a That's three. not the one. Well, we got all that. of them. We got all of them today. <clears throat> and the next up is a 1d6. Yep. That's oh, only okay. one. Not. So, wow. Is that all we're going to roll tonight? It's just ones? Oh, oh my apparently. God. Is that your stupid? So, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> apparently. So, so, because this is a really benign roll, there is no way to, like, fail. Fabulously fail the way yeah. that, that you should for, for snake eyes like that. Um, but I will tell you that I'm going to add nothing to that conversation. You, you can say whatever you think, but I'm going to give you literally no details. You got a total, you got a three, but technically you got a, a crit fail. Um, I feel like I'll you let should you roll a that for later. You want to start over, but that's yeah, Jack Diddley. You know, that's actually what I'm going to do. I'm going to use a Benny to start over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, try that. Again. Uh, Kaz's character is so eccentric; he just hit rewind on the story. I literally, just hit rewind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, now for the record, Kaz, hold on, on. For the record, this is his talent. if you roll two more ones, the game's over, 
It's true. It's, it's done. We're done for the day. Yeah. He rolls yeah. two more ones, and I go, and that's where. We're and that's where we cut out. <laughs> I just burnt. I just wipe my ass with my fucking journal and say, "Fuck this shit." Okay, does this mean I get to do both of my rolls again? Both of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You, and you I still get the plus two. Place, you start over. Yep. I swear, awesome. if you get two more rolls, man, Steven, shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it comes. It's coming at you. I it's promise. Could be a six. It'll be an eight. Man, hold on, I gotta change something. Okay, we'll pray All on right, this. He's refreshing. <laughs> That's okay. a five. That's there a five. That's better. That's, That's a five. All right, here the comes one d six. Go explode. Two. Not quite. All right, five. but a five. Still a five, a five yeah. is your your highest number. Yes. Um, you you overheard part of this conversation, and <laughs> Killian kind of brought in the rest of it. Uh, Mose said something about so Killian basically asked is there anyone in particular I should be looking out for and Mose kind of under his breath and kind of dismissively is not the right word but in a in a sort of like yeah but you can't do anything about it way said yeah their name is on the sign the only sign that you've seen is the town sign on the way in which again read uh, it read headstone hill because someone keeps carving a D and an E yeah. into it but it's supposed to read Heaston Hill um Strikes mm. your attention that Heaston is probably a name, maybe yeah, a family name. Surnameish. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I got for you. Yeah. So I turned to Shannon and I, or sorry, I turned to Old Reluctant and I say all of that to him. <laughs> well, maybe we should uh, keep our eyes open for any Heastons in this Headstone Hill. Head on a swivel. I, I, out of character, I do need to note before I made my last row there, out of 10 rows, 50% of them were ones at that point. <laughs> Five out of 10 well, rows. This is good. You're getting it out of your uh, system now. Yeah. And some of those rows were the old problem. Most of those, like half of those rows were like D6s and eights, oh like bigger God. dice. So, it, like, statistically nice. speaking, that was fucking freaky. <laughs> In this headstone hill, I already see what this game's yeah. gonna do to us. <laughs> so, I, out of out of my last so. like uh, seven or eight rolls, five of them have been ones. Jeez, <laughs> <I> mean, <not. laughs> this is going poorly. <laughs> Even can't. Doctor Emmett Durandall can't take it. You I'm, need not, to hit us I'm not rolling. That fucking, like, bad. <laughs> so your um. Your horses are stable. Oh. Your vehicle is stable. You've, you've got mm-hmm. the things that you need from them. Um, presuming there's nothing specific that goes in the saddlebags and all that. You can leave basic accoutrements, your saddles and all that there with them. Uh, but anything you want, you'll probably want to take with you because it's it's obviously you got to walk around town a little bit to get to and from places you wouldn't necessarily want to have to walk all the way back here to get that. Yeah, um, I just got my shoulder, sh- shoulder satchel with kind of like my incidentals sure. and whatnot that I need. Because I'm yeah. going from here to we're going to the uh, hotel because we ain't even done that yet. Now what? Uh, what? What my compatriots don't see is that uh, they can't hear anything. But Killian kind of just grimaces suddenly and sighs under his breath for for what they seem it seems like no reason. Stubbed his toe, didn't he? But in his head, Ooh. he just heard a voice speak to him. And uh, say some very vulgar things about the man they just met. Some very uh, nasty Ooh. things that he did not appreciate. Yep. Yep. Huh? I would anticipate that to be the case. Hey, uh, while we're at it, take a, add a Benny to your total, however many you've got. You should have 
Oh, what I have you guys start with three? Three. Yeah, no, I had a bet with that. Thank you. Well, yeah, of course you've got six. Now I got two. six again. <laughs> I'm a lucky <laughs> son of a bitch. No, I got the Benny, not you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I, just I make Benny's out of the fucking air. I got I still got five. <laughs> okay, so your plan was to head from here to then Houston Hill Hotel? Yes. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. at least I know I do. I need to go get some room, drop off some things. Yes, agreed. All right. We can all learn something. So Easton Hill is basically just right across the way. If you look, 31 is is where you were, like after you just came right into town where the, the livery stable was. You go across First Avenue and a little ways down there, down Main Street, and and number 22 right there is where uh, the, the hotel is. Um, as you are all walking down the streets, again, it is getting later into the evening. There's still a decent amount of people out milling about, but again, no one particularly descript. Uh, you still hear that faint sort of humming. The The electric lights are glowing. Occasionally, you do see kind of a like a one of them will spark up a little more than normal and then fade back a bit. Maybe one of them kind of sparks down a little and then comes back there. They're not consistent in the way that you'd want them to be, but, you know, it's new technology. Could um, I use either my science or weird science to like gauge what exactly, or at least get some idea what they might be? I don't um, know if it'd be what, important. What do, you, what do you mean what they might be? Well, I mean like how they are working, basically. You know, oh, okay, like how they have electric light. Yeah. yeah. What, what did you say? Science or what else? Weird science. Weird science or weird science. science. <laughs> um. <laughs> With it being new tech, I, I wouldn't know if it would be under weird. So I, I would say weird science is what it, this question. is kind of the differentiation I was describing earlier, where it was more of a like a you have an insight that it's something, and so you mm-hmm. need you want to. So I would say this is just a science thing. Science, um, okay. This is. This I mean, is they're both D10. Really I don't know clear, why I'm exactly. asking. That's <laughs> eh, fine. Sorry. Right. So let me do four and. So I don't know if I get like a plus two on those. Uh, I don't think I gain anything with my advances or edges. So four. Okay. Okay. So four total. Yeah. Um, you you've probably seen electric lights somewhere at this point. At the very least, yeah. you're acutely aware it's a thing. Um, mm-hmm. You might have tried to replicate it in some form or fashion. Uh, how they're powering this much electric light is not immediately clear. You can okay. see that the lights are all strung together. There are cables that run from each one, so it's not coming directly from underground. I mean, that much is visible. Mm-hmm. Um, but they run you know, pretty far down the street, and it's a long distance. Uh, you can't quite pinpoint like where that sound is coming from, although it does sound like now that you're in town, you know, the lights are brighter because you're right in the thick of them, and the sound is a little bit more obvious, that like constant kind of droning. So mm. putting two and two together, you assume that that has something to do with the lights, like they've got some power source somewhere. Where or what that is is not immediately clear. But they all look like they're daisy-chained to the same location. Okay. The Illuminati is probably here. I'm not sure if they implemented mind control yet, so keep an eye out. I I meant to do this last session, so just for saying that, take a Benny. <laughs> Yay! You, you've been playing this fucking maniac to a T since we started this. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So the Houston Hill Hotel, um, as as the, the good doctor is kind of like spinning in place looking at these things. Um 
once you all arrive, you can see, again, it is indeed a two-story affair. It's a big building. It's a very fancy building painted a gleaming white. Um, it has uh, a big uh, sort of veranda out front. There is signage out front. that is, First, there's there's the, like, uh, carved signage that says Heaston Hill Hotel. Um, and underneath it, like in a smaller font, established in partnership with the Heaston Mining Company. Um, there's also, like, like um uh, what do you call it? Like banner style signage that's kind of hung from it. Like these are brand new things that someone has actively painted that say safe, secure and bulletproofed. So there's like, like kind of advertising style signage there for that. Um, beyond that, it is light inside, but not necessarily lively. Uh, you can see through the, the front windows that there is basically like a, a, um, not a waiting room. Somebody help me. Uh, lobby. There you go. Thank you. Oh my God. I couldn't come up with the word. Yeah. There's a, there's a lobby up front uh, there. Um, she said she's swapping to her phone. I don't want to say too much while she's gone, but no, nothing really new. There, there's a lobby that you can see through there. There aren't a, a ton of people. Um, you wouldn't call it a full on saloon there, but you can see through the window that there might be like a small bar, um, and a pretty plush oh. kind of lounge. Yeah. They get, yeah complimentary drinks perhaps maybe it's not I clear will, i i, um, I kind of I, I head right on in I, i'm a I, i'm a curious one so i'm <laughs> wanting to meet some new these are friends that i just haven't met yet so i, I head straight for the bar to pl- kind of put my hat on the bar and just kind of ask around how everybody's doing okay um so as you you pull up to the, this bar again, it's it's a small space. Um, there's room for maybe like five or six stools. Uh, it's not the like runs the full rail, you know, into the 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 room that you would have in a, a specific saloon like that. Um, there's a really well dressed man behind it. He's like full on white gloves, black vest, uh, older gentleman. He's bald. He's got a big gray mustache. Turns around, uh, he's he's behind, he's got his back to you, and he's he's kind of wiping glasses clean. There's like one person down at the end of the bar who's dressed pretty nicely, like fine clothing, uh, maybe a little dusty, uh, has a hat, but it's like a black bowler hat rather than the, the full-on cowboy hat, and seems Ooh, to be nice. um, drinking like a... Um, like a uh, like a whiskey glass has like a rocks glass uh and is is sipping something slowly uh, the bartender turns around as he's wiping this glass out with a, a, a not a rag but you know a cloth um says, good evening <laughs> says good evening sir are you a patron of the hotel i aim to be so uh, I'm yes. curious about. He kind of looks over your. Oh. He looks over your shoulder and sees that there's a collection. He says, "And I assume these are your compatriots." Then, these are definitely people that I'm traveling with. <laughs> he does actually let out sort of a. It is the first like little crack that you see in the the facade of a little a little laugh of like, yeah, I understand that relationship. <laughs> perhaps he'll be a used to wipe away. Yeah, perhaps he'll be a compatriot someday. Still learning on that, but. <laughs> Perhaps some uh, others in this in this uh, establishment could uh, enlighten me on any any interesting goings ons in the in in the neighborhood recently. Oh, and he kind of he kind of shakes his head uh, and says, <laughs> uh, "Mister, you're in the 
the wrong sort of drinking hole, as one might call it, for that sort of thing. And he starts to actually rattle off again some of the saloon names from earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, no, none in particular. He kind of just runs down the same list that I, I mentioned. He says these are all places that would be more likely to dabble in that sort of thing. Um, I'm just the man at the bar. And he kinda, you kind of get the idea that this is a guy who this is not his regular job here. Like when people come in to, mm-hmm. to work at the hotel, it's maybe not like you're always the bartender and you're always the doorman. Like they just rotate positions. I guess. And, and, and thinking about this, like just kind of like internal monologue, what have you, Thatcher is approaching these, this particular place because it is unique and not part of the general bar scene where people are more prone to spin a yarn or, you know, go yeah. out of their way to exaggerate. Uh, this is for a place where everybody has to go and stay somewhere. This is what Thatcher's yeah. thinking. Um, this being the only place, I assume those that might want to stay a bit more under the radar may not be, uh, uh, may be the case. And sure, probably more likely that if, he would have seen them than the bars would. If you want to take it any further than that, you'll have to roll persuasion. I'm down on it. Try to convince him to do any more than that. Yeah. And I will tell you that to keep in mind when it comes to persuasion, like I, I, I hate the idea of it being you have to be good personally at that, so your character is. So the die <laughs> is always going to be the most important thing, no matter what you say. Um, what you say, your character says. But at the same time, like anything you want to do that might add to it, like you want to slip somebody some money or something like mm-hmm. that, that's something we can talk about separately. Or like you know something about them. Um, you know, I'm not trying uh, to like tell yeah. you how to do it, but I want you to remember there are ways you can do this that aren't just roll a die and see what happens. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I mean, the place is new. I guess at this point, he's mostly just trying to be charming and you know sure. uh, interesting yeah. and so yeah. he you know he's already kind of like cracking a joke and he kind of nods at the yeah. people and i i do offer up the opportunity to uh, how many people are in here are they and are they drinking um there there's only one other gentleman at the bar again he's down at the end this is the guy in the black bowler hat he which actually he has set on the bar in front of him um and then there are maybe like one or two couples kind of seated over in the the plush kind of lounging area they don't appear to have drinks it looks like maybe they're just coming back from a night out or getting ready to head out on the night gotcha yeah i think i'll probably just keep it clean and just you know leave it as a question more of an open-ended like just okay looking for for curiosity's sake Anybody coming through that would be more likely than not to be under the radar. Right. Are you going to order a drink? Uh, Yes. Oh, absolutely. And just to be sure that I can take this to my room, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, of course, sir. Absolutely. Um, uh, Drink if you're wanting just like a a glass of whiskey, the, you know, really basic stuff. It's like 50 cents a drink. Yeah. I'll I'll take two of those. Okay. And it'll be like, like you want a double or you want to keep it coming type thing? Sorry, double. Okay, yeah, then he'll he'll pour you a double for a dollar. All right, so that's a six and a six. Persuasion coming in. Hot. Okay. Uh, and I don't think I got any special things to add to persuasion, do I? No, I don't see. Um, I think you guys had that all pretty well noted. I think mainly it was like your investigation and then notice, or not investigation, also, your notice, and like yours is research and that kind of thing. Also didn't do this earlier, but I'm going to have to remind myself that the next time I do spend a bitty, the Benny is also an additional plus two on top because of my Elan. Right, right. So anyway, th- all right, here we go. It's a D6 and a D6 with no... Yes, okay. <laughs> Booyah. I'm Lenny. Three. Three on one. And four on the other. Four, all right. 
Um, that four is good enough that once you order a drink and kind of just keep the conversation up just to see if, if this, uh, this gentleman behind the bar has anything to share, uh, he's, he's pretty tight lipped. I mean, he keeps it clean. Uh, he's, he's definitely not one to like engage in rumor. You can tell, um, he'll give you some basics. I mean, he'll talk a little bit about just kind of what's been going on in the area in general. Um, you do get from him that he says, um, let's say that you're kind of asking about just some basics about the town, right? Just some things to, to, to learn. Um, so he mentions that Heaston Hill was not always called Heaston Hill. If you pass the sign on the way in, Headstone Hill is also not the correct name. It's rather gruesome, he says. Um, Terrytown, T-A-R-R-Y, Terrytown was the original name. The, the town was founded uh, in 1879 by Standish and Angel Epp, E-P-P. Uh, they are the original owners of the Frontier Store, which you can find in town for sort of, he starts to say all your, and then kind of stops and again amuses himself and says, well, all of your needs. They sell a bit of everything. Yeah, he says, but me. of course... He says in uh, in uh, 1883, in the recent past, when uh, Mr. Heaston, Jerem Heaston's people, moved in, they they renamed the town once he invested into it. Um, so he does hard. also, over the course of this conversation, make mention that uh, he assumed if you were you were looking for information, it probably had something to do with their. Um, special guest here at the hotel and he sort of like leans in as he's pouring the rest of your your drink and says uh and i haven't i haven't seen her myself but the rumors are true i have heard through other friends of mine that miss denslow is indeed staying in one of our suites at this moment um that name rings a bell lila denslow is the singer who you know is performing at the music hall saloon. Apparently she's something of a celebrity and she is staying at the hotel somewhere. But of course, as he leans back, he says, but naturally you didn't hear that from me. No, no. Hear what? (laughs) Good man. Good man. Slap another. He actually, yeah, he, he like tops off your drink. Like he pours just a little bit more from that, that bottle than maybe he owed you. Um, I'm going to put a, I'm going to put pause on that and we'll go back to the rest of our party who you guys are in the lobby of the hotel. What are you doing? I'm looking. (laughs) I'm Lenny. I, I'm still thinking about the lights, you know, like it, it might be some sort of energy transference and that may be how they keep the reploids of the dead soldiers. Uh, you know, instead of giving them the power source, they create a power grid that they can be active in, you know, that sort of thing. Are you, are you saying any of this aloud? Like, do you, do you do that thing where you kind of talk aloud and like work it out? Like you're chatting with someone. No, I like, I'm, I'm, I imagine like everything I'm saying is just what my character's saying in game. (laughs) Aloud. Yes. So it's that thing where like, anytime someone passes, like you try to rope them into the conversation with them, they keep walking. You're like, he's he's probably a reploid too. Like just goes back. No, no, no. I'm not that paranoid. I understand people. People okay. may right. not get sure. it, you know. Like wanna, you have to be I, smart enough. Yeah, I, I apologize. I don't. I don't want to describe your character in a way that is not doing. That's just what popped into my head. No, no, no. Um, you're fine. <laughs> all right. Um, 
Uh, Am I within earshot of this? I'm just curious. They're all still I, I'm right? sure uh, I'm just kind of pacing around, you know. I was say, like, if you're at the bar, I'm, I'm not really worried about getting my logic. You're far enough on the other end of the room that you wouldn't be hearing. Fair that. enough. Yeah. Fern, what um, are you doing? Yeah. Uh, well, seeing that I missed the beginning half of stuff because my computer's a piece of garbage. Okay, um, you're in the you're in the lobby of the hotel. Haven't done anything as far as like getting checked in. I'm looking into getting a room. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine that you would be the one to do that, which is why I wanted to bring you into this conversation specifically. <laughs> so now that now that you're in, you can I go up to we the counter rude. where there are there are of course a couple of uh, attendants, um, uh, two older women who are in kind of uh, where whereas the the gentleman behind the bar kind of has the black suit and tie, they have more of the the, the like black dress, white apron type look. Um, they look like they could just as quickly be cleaning rooms as they could be, you know, checking guests in or helping with bags or cooking or any of those sorts of things. Um, mm -hmm. So one of one of them does basically approach and, and starts speaking to you from from behind the counter, kind of lays out the specifics. Uh, the hotel, again, has, has 14 rooms. They have plenty of occupancy for you and your, your compatriots here. Uh, there are two presidential suites. Again, one of them is currently occupied, but she says nothing further than that and doesn't even give an indication that there is anything to say. Um, the primary entrance or the primary, I'm sorry, difference between the two, uh, the suite is a double bed. So basically, like a, we're not talking, you know, twin king full and all of that. It's just a normal bed is small is big enough for one person. A double bed is big enough for two to sleep comfortably side by side. Um, it also would then have a separate washroom. The other rooms will have like a shared washroom uh, on on the floor. Like there's one on each floor. Um, here in the downstairs area, she says, of course, the lounge is available for our patrons. Um, there is a plush back room for private parties. If you are interested in, in renting that, it is $250 per night. Um, it's, it's very expensive. She doesn't say that, but it is. Uh, <laughs> your standard room will run you $12 per night. If you pay by the week, it is $70 per week. Uh, if you want the suite, it's $15 a night or 100 for the week. Um, she does also make a point before you can say anything about purchasing it that there are iron bars on all of the ground floor windows, which you saw on the way uh, on the way in to kind of back up their security. You might have missed this, but there are signs on the veranda saying that the rooms are safe, secure, and bulletproof. Um, she does also mention that uh, for an additional fee, some rooms are equipped uh, with a heavy plate under the bed to shield against any accidental, you know, goings on if the festivities were to get a little too rowdy <laughs> uh in the the downstairs area or out in the streets um but that's that's what she has to share in terms of lodgings and again the goings on um i'm gonna get back with my compatriots real quick and just kind of share the info with them as far okay. as costs sure and though we probably will be staying, but just a matter of whether we go by the day or to pay out for the week, depending on how long this is going to take. Sure. All right. So you're you're welcome to do so. The woman says, of course, ma'am. And, and kind of goes back to busying herself behind the counter. You can see that there's, you know, little hooks with keys in the back area, like brass keys for each of the rooms. They're numbered. Um, she has a, a stack of like papers, like a big ledger, a big leather ledger, and she's flipping through it and making some notes and those kinds of things. I feel like it was cheaper for the horses. I wonder if we can rent a stable. Just go sleep okay. in the, uh, in the stable. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Horses can't come in the saloon or in the hotel. I'm assuming that we can't go into the, 
Stable. Uh, what if what if me and Shannon both wore pants and looked like that horse right there? <laughs> Le- Levi Buckles and we tried to rent a room. Levi Buckles. Levi Buckles. Oh, Wait, which one's Levi and which one's Buckles? It's oh, I'm Buckles. Horse. I'm Levi. Oh, I'm Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so the cheapest was what seventy five for a week. Is that- a day. Seventy. So it's twelve twelve dollars a day or seventy a week for the standard room. So Wait, so uh, and, yeah, that's as far as I am interested in. But hold on, uh, stable guy was also got a better deal because it was twenty five cents a night, but a dollar for a week. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Man, let's I, wear up for, sure uh, camping. Killian chooses not to explain to Thatcher the difference between a horse and a human. So he's going to. <laughs> oh, coming from the dude that's constantly talking to his horse. He talks back. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, well I'm, I'm going to. Uh, if, you hear him too. I shut up, Stephen. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm listening to the conversation she's having with her while eyeing up the crowd to see if there's anybody that looks uh suspe- do they look suspicious? There's three people. And, do, I um, look, do I look suspicious? And I'm gonna rent the room for the night to start off with, and we'll see how it goes after that. That's kind of what I was leaning towards myself, just doing a night, and we'll go from there. Then maybe we, we get, get the stables the tomorrow. Um. Now, now, importantly, if you're gonna just rent like four tonight, um, checkout time is at 11 a.m. the next day. So you'll have to either take your things with you or come back and get them before that time. If you yeah, go ahead and do two, then then you're covered for for the two nights, and that way you're covered for the next full day. I'm gonna do two nights myself. Okay, so it's twenty four dollars. Uh, unless you guys, again, if you want the the room with the the heavy the heavy plate, um, then it's an additional a dollar per night. No, I'm good. I don't. No. Wait. No, good. How many people can we fit in these rooms? That's a good question. Is there one bed, two beds, or queen? It it is the the regular room is a very standard room. It is a a one person bed, like a twin bed, basically. Um, almost more like a bunk. Uh, it's it's nice, but it's not exactly well appointed. It's just it's just nice. Well, like like a not a bunk bed, but like a um. Oh, because I'm real down for a, like bunk a military bunk that. is what I'm talking oh. about. Like a small, like yeah, yeah, not a cot, but like somewhere between a dorm bed and a, and a twin bed. Um, uh, so yeah, so so there's like a, a standard bed, you know, pillow, quilt, etc. Um, there would be like a vanity with a mirror. Uh, there would be a, like a trunk where you can put your things. Uh, a place to like set a candle overnight, like a nightstand type of deal. Um, but it's definitely still like a one-person room. The next level yeah. up is that by chance a two-bedder, or is it just single that's bed all the way up? With a double bed. That's that's there is one suite available. It has a double bed and it has its own washroom. Okay. And how and much? What, and how much is that one versus that one? the other one? Yeah. That is that is fifteen a night versus twelve, or a hundred for the week instead of seventy. I'm gonna look over. I at, like I'm, where I'm, that's I'm, going. I'm gonna look at Thatcher and be like, "Stay on your side." <laughs> Are you a right or a left? <laughs> I can go either way. No, wait. I'm closer to the door because I'm gonna protect you. We're going. We're going to go for that room 
because I'm not sli- I'm not okay. sleeping in the same bed as Fern because she's cold as ice and uh, and and Emmett scares me. So <laughs> he's, he's got a fucking cart outside. He can go and like sleep so, under. Yeah, like Emmett, I was Emmett thinking Fern, about you guys. Are, oh, okay. I don't so see why you can't. He's like, yeah, can't can I just like go to my car, like my wagon, and just snooze there? Do I have to pay the twenty dollars? Yeah. I mean, at this point, you're gonna be sneaking into it because it is it is like protect. It's like locked up. I mean, uh, it's. I was too busy back into the thinking about the the government. Is okay. this? I don't know. I'm curious. Like with his <laughs> thinking about the government. <laughs> is his That's wagon like jazz album? Thinking about the government. <laughs> Does he have a wagon that's kind of like uh, like Liam Neeson's from uh, Buster Scruggs? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been so long since I've seen that. I don't remember. <laughs> he's the one that had well, what's his name that had no arms and there's, legs. There's, and he yeah, he, there's a paraplegic in the back. That's all oh, you need to yeah. know. That's a different thing. No, he's he has a. That's again, a, not a the same. Wagon. It's basically it's basically a tank that runs on steam, <laughs> like a one person little Panzer tank. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. You <laughs> might want to sleep odd. in that. It sounds like it also warms you. <laughs> I mean, it will if uh, it more like someone messes with it. Thing too. It's like a tank. <laughs> I, I, does it have room for two? So no, it so you does guys not. Want the, you guys want the presidential suite? Is that hell the yeah? Oh yes. yeah. Okay. How long do you want it for? We look at each other. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna look at her and say one night, and we'll see how it goes. Look at who. Since, since it is into the evening, she does recommend two, so you're not having to leave early in the morning. Well, look well, up there, and, Thatcher up and down. Deal here, yeah. honest, aren't they? I'll look at Thatcher up and down and go, fine, two. And we'll see. Here. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay, so then that'll be thirty dollars for the suite. Um, Fern, if you're getting a single room again for two nights, it'll be twenty four. Yeah. She will also, since you're in a party, make sure that you are located on the same floor. She can't guarantee it'll be side by side, but that you're on the same floor as them on the yeah. top floor, or on the I should say the second floor. It's a two story deal. Um, and and you know, Doctor, she looks and and for you, sir. Um, what's, what's available? I'll, I'll go with the, I guess the two night for you. So yeah, she can, she can get you in the same block as them. Okay, Um, cool. Are you, are you interested in our additional protection? Metal sheet, you say that should probably help against blocking the signals. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So it's 13 per night then for you. So it'd be $26 for two nights. Cool. Cool. I have no concept of money. (laughs) <laughs> I just, just start counting up to twenty six. All right, I have no concept of money. I have no concept of money. For what it's worth, like, I don't know if that's a good deal or not. Shit, watching please this help shit. Me. Thatcher is watching this shit with pure amusement, like just scratching down, watching this mad person just operate within life. Like just seeing them interact with other living creatures is fascinating. Um. The the woman behind the counter does mention that that the um although your whole party obviously is not staying in the presidential suite because there are people who are um, the presidential suite is basically uh, part of the package is a, is a room service option I mean you do have to pay for it uh, but they have an attached kitchen so they have like a, a breakfast in the morning that you know for most patrons it's not available to anybody who just walks in but if you're a patron of the hotel you can purchase on your way out. Um, but they they also make like a light dinner, um, and they do have uh, a uh, beef stew 
that is uh, available. They're getting ready to close down the, the kitchen for the evening because most guests are either going out at this point or, uh, or or past you know dinner time. It is getting later into the evening now, eight eight thirty. Um, but yeah, they, they have enough available, and if if you'd like, they can have some sent up. Uh, the woman actually sort of looks over the ledger, looks back at you all, and says, "You know, since you're you're paying out for the presidential suite, I it's on the house. I can have that sent up if you're if you'd like." Lovely. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. And she reaches back, takes some brass keys. She hands them to all of you. Um, uh, Thatcher, you and, and Killian, you get, again, the identical keys. They, they look the same. Um, Fern, you notice yours is numbered, again, very close to theirs. Emmett, yours is like a couple doors down. But you're all on the same floor and effectively on the same side. So you can okay. head on up whenever you like. They're not in the splash zone. I hear that, I and, room. and I look at Thatcher, and I should be like, "After you." Breather from all the insanity. Hear that? I'm also, yeah. I'm also gonna whisper. I'm also gonna whisper, whisper to Thatcher as I kind of do the this fucking guy towards uh, Emmett. I'm also keeping my gun near me tonight. Which one? Uh, he just kind of looks down at them, and uh, he <laughs> he hears things, but he just kind of shakes it off and goes, "That's instead the good one." <laughs> um as you all i'm assuming you're heading Roll my upstairs then and, and head on to the rooms to drop your things uh as you go to do so you all notice that there is uh, a couple that is uh entering into the the lobby into the seating area i don't know why i can't come up with the word lobby tonight anyway <laughs> entering into that area kind of from like the the back area like the back room spaces um not necessarily the private rooms, but there's uh, they're they're a bit of an older couple, not old necessarily, but in their maybe fifties and sixties. Uh, the man is tall; he's he's thin, uh, almost to the point of kind of being gaunt. He has uh, a shock of kind of black hair that's kind of all over the place, a uh, real patchy sort of black beard, and he real oily guy. <laughs> yeah, he he comes up and asks if you're enjoying your shrimp. No, uh, he uh, his jaw is kind of slack, like his mouth is kind of hanging open just a little bit. His eyes are a little uh, kind of roomy, like a, uh, they, they they don't look like roomy. R h e u m y, not roomy, not like there's lots of space in them. Um, <laughs> he he kind of just seems like he's not all there. The woman, on the other hand, is very well appointed. Um, she is dressed a bit nicer than him and she has her arm looped into his, although it looks like he's guiding her or she's guiding him as much as, as the other way is true. Um, she has gray hair pulled up into a, to a like kind of tight bun and she's sort of surveying the room and you hear a couple of people, uh, uh, welcome them in, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Scordon's, um, you have a lovely establishment here. And they go on. Or the woman actually goes on conversing with the, these couples that were in the lobby. Uh, you notice the man never talks. Only the woman explains what's happening. So do with that or don't what you will. But this is a thing that is ongoing as you are heading toward the steps. Am I detecting any things when they said that? You know, I like to keep an what eye you, open. What are, you, what are you trying to detect? I don't know. Just uh, he he seemed a little off. Anything anything weird about the situation? Like something something that maybe nobody else noticed that his Eli's might see. <laughs> um, 
What? Yeah, okay, make a notice roll. Are you are you approaching them or are you gonna try to like side eye this while you're heading up the steps? I'm gonna side eye it while I walk away. You know what I mean? Like that casual okay. he kinda he kinda mm-hmm. looks at him he, like he's looking around, but he's looking at them. Yeah, so so basically you're trying to not get caught looking. Right. So you have a you have a plus two to your notice? Yeah, so five would be my best. Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna negate your plus two because I was gonna give you a minus two since you're trying to be stealthy, since oh, you're okay. trying to hide it. Then it's a yeah. then it's a one or it's a nothing. Take your pick. Wait, how? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm negating your plus two, so it's the it's oh, the okay, dialogue. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So three, three. Yeah. So you're so you three is the highest. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry, the wine's getting to me. It's okay. It's all right. Because you can't really focus as well on that. And again, you you kind of just start to hear and see that something might be odd as you're heading up the steps. You're trying to focus on that. You're trying to not be noticed. Um, You don't really glean anything from that conversation. You did catch that these people seem to be the the owners of the the hotel, despite the fact that it has the Houston name on it, because again, it's in partnership with them. Uh, their last name is Scordins, S-C-O-R-D-I-N-S is what it sounds like, Scordins to you. Um, and you catch that the man's name, uh, they, they call him TC. It sounds like initials. Not sure yeah. what that's for. Uh, the woman's name is Edna. Um, and I mean, it, what little bit you get to pay attention to them before you kind of leave your shot and, and your line of sight is that that sort of... Um, way that the man carries himself carries on it continues like he's just kind of slack jawed kind of looking all over the place you do catch very briefly Edna reaches up and kind of taps him on the cheek as the the man of the couple that they're talking to is talking and he sort of snaps to it and and like grins and, and nods but he doesn't actually say anything uh and at, after that you're it's a big grand spiral staircase you're far enough away at that point that you know, unless you turn and go back you can't hear or see any more of that conversation no but much like the um the, the telltale games killian legion will remember this <laughs> um Old you all find your rooms Along the, the, the hallway there, the presidential suites are both sort of at the end on either side. So, again, one is occupied. You guys find yours there. Um, it turns out that Fern, you're about two doors down from them. And then, Emmett, you're about three doors down further again from them after that. Um, okay. The rooms are exactly as described. Again, they're clean. They're nice. They're, they're nothing to um, write home about, the standard rooms anyway. They're, it's a hotel room. It's about what Do you I have the metal plate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you look underneath the bed, there is indeed a riveted metal plate that is underneath the bed and drilled directly into the the wooden floorboards. Um, And and it's the real deal. I mean, you don't even have to roll for it. You know enough about metallurgy and those sorts of things. I mean, you you give it a wrap with your knuckle. Um, It's solid. It's solid. It's a very thick, uh, again, just exactly as described, sheet of metal that is is underneath there to protect from anything going on. It's a big, heavy plate. I this can't is, believe uh, I get a whole metal plate for only a dollar. This is, this is cast iron. Yeah, it's a, a big cast iron plate. Like it's got a, a like a heavy black kind of sheet. I may need one of the horses to help haul this to my wagon. <laughs> 
Um, the presidential suite again is is a it's definitely nicer in general. Uh, a big double bed. It's a little more ornate. If you guys kind of mill about in each other's rooms just to kind of see how things are set up, um, you have like an actual wardrobe where you can hang up clothes. Uh, again, a, a separate washroom that's attached there, so it's kind of got its own like kind of wash tub and and a, a basin like a sink basin. Uh, looks like somebody recently delivered some some warm water. Like there's a big bucket of of steaming water that's set near the 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 tub. Um, the kinds of things you would expect uh, for from an upscale hotel room at this point in time. So if there's something I didn't mention and you're wondering and, and you thought of something I haven't, then ask me and we'll we'll decide. But yeah, uh, once you guys are in your rooms, you're, you're settling in. Uh, within a couple of minutes, another of those those women comes upstairs. Again, an older woman uh, dressed in that sort of uh, servant type of uniform she has a tray that has four kind of big steaming bowls of of a hearty like beef stew in them um she goes to the presidential suite first and asks you know if if it'd be okay to leave this here if your compatriots are going to maybe join you here um if that's okay she'll she'll set the bowls down individually on like a table like kind of a coffee table nearby uh and then she'll turn and take her leave tip her little cap Thatcher pretty much gets settled in, like gets the stuff squared away, takes whichever side of the room we ordained earlier. I'm not sure. Uh, were you a righty or lefty? I, I, again, he can go either way. Stop asking. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> much so like he's Shannon, he can go either way. Yeah. So, yeah, so Thatcher takes the <laughs> initiative here and chooses the one on the right to whatever like benefit that gets. As, he as, drops as, stuff and, go ahead. I was going to say, as I'm kind of taking my gun belts off and everything, I am going to look at Thatcher and ask him, how did you get, how'd you get roped into all this crazy mess anyway? I'm looking for the story that no one's told. And you chose this? There's less interesting things out there than this town, the lore that we're, we're, we're hearing from the people and you all to be true. As I'm walking around, taking my hat off because he wears a hat, obviously. So uh, he's 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 he just does. he's just sharing war stories at this point. So what's the craziest thing you've ever seen? You didn't expect that. He's got to think Cancel. about that. Yeah, yeah. At, at this point, like outside of character and stuff, did we settle on like is he new to this or has he been doing this for a while? Like, have I seen? Have, yeah, have you? Uh, yeah, I guess that's the question. Has has Thatcher seen some shit? Like. Outside of normal shit. All all of you are in some way, shape, or form aware that there are things not of this world that are actually of this world. Gotcha. So however so you choose to incorporate that, I think we I, I do think we discussed specifically for Killian that as part of his ranger work he had experienced some unusual things Emmett I think it was mostly his his background his science background and then of course serving in the civil war um mm -hmm. Fern I don't think we talked about specifically what hers was she might be playing that close to the best or maybe we didn't discuss it I'm not sure which off the top of my head uh and then the same goes the same goes to you or for you for a certain degree Thatcher I, I don't think that we said specifically how it is that you know that to be the case yeah. So, I, I mean, I kind of look over it all reluctant here. And I, I am interested in kind of like sharing a story coming from from my humble beginnings in, in the Midwest. Coming west, I've been on and off of trains, 
this is my first run through with horses as as we all met up in that one horse town some time back. And I've, I've spent some time out in the woods and, you know, on this particular occasion, I had heard like in the evening, it was mostly myself. I had some other travelers along with me who went on their, their own way. So they had left. I, I stayed behind as I sat at the campsite. I'd been hearing things all evening. I mean, obviously in the, I'd been riding a lot at the time and doing some investigation with also some other like locals in that particular place talking to them, getting their history. And they'd always been talking about some weird kind of beasts out in the in the darkness. And you know, me being me, I just kind of sat out there and listened and listened. And I had we had, I actually had two horses going on that evening because we I was bringing one to uh, like in my travels to the next town. I, I'd agreed on bringing this horse for a fee. And as I, 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 I've been hearing this growl, like kind of a low rumbling, a little growling sound all night. But I, I, I heard the, I don't know what horses yelp, but it was be the equivalent of that sound, you know, a, a scary scream or what have you, shriek from a horse. And I turned just in time to see a beast that, at least looking at it and compared to where the tree was, at least the limbs, you know, from the distance I was, had to be easy, 10, 12 foot high pretty much take my horse and one of the horses and just carry it off into the, the darkness and being a bit freaked out as I was, not necessarily, you know, one to think I could go up against this thing. solo. jumped on the the other remaining horse, which was also freaked out at the time too, but we both got out of there as quick as possible. And from there I went on to the local, <coughs> onto the next town and had to unfortunately like share this story to the next person I was supposed to bring this horse to, but you know, I ended up having to pay out on my own pocket because of the, the loss, which they didn't believe. Locals don't believe about such things, which is why I'm back out here continuing my adventure to get some proof, something that is tangible that I can bring to people that they'll actually believe the, the weird stories of such things being seen in the darkness. Most people run from the darkness. Can't say I blame them. Me, I'm, I kind of run toward it most of the time. You, uh... You ever been to Alaska? It's on the bucket list. <laughs> it's lovely, lovely place. Also, really quick, Hunter, what time? What what uh, what time period is this? What year? Eighteen uh, ninety. Yeah, the exact year escapes me off the top of my head, but it. Uh, Jeremy Heaston's people, I said. Eighteen eighty four. Yeah, okay. they they moved in in eighteen eighty three, so it's not right. long after that. Yeah, eighty four. All right, good, it's May of eighty four. Because the town I wanted to to use was was founded in 1880, so I guess that would work. Um, yeah. yeah, I uh, was in a little place called Juno in Alaska. Only been around for a couple years when they uh, they had some trouble with some outlaws. Of course, me being the uh, local law enforcement, they asked me to go trail them down. And when I did, I found that they were outlaws I had already encountered years before. And killed years before. You ever killed a man, Thatcher? Not indirectly. You ever or killed not the, directly? Sorry. You ever killed the same man twice? Can't say that's happened, or ever planned to happen. <laughs> he takes a, a flask out from his jacket and takes a sip. Yeah, these things we don't necessarily plan, but in this world, they do happen. Now kill a man a third time, then you'll be on my level. Thatcher raises an eyebrow to this, especially 
as he's always kind of looking for these wild stories. Now he sees in his, his, his compatriot here a belief in his eye and in the things that are happening around him, and he appreciates that greatly. I see the interest and in, uh, say, how about me and you talk tonight? And that's where we cut that off. That particular that, that, off, that particular what? conversation. <laughs> it's, um, so basically, it, what are you Thatcher, doing? Thatcher and uh, Killian, Thatcher basically listens to Killian tell stories all night. Yes, true. Yeah, it's, it becomes um, a story night. The, the, so, the other two of you, the, the attendant made clear that your dinners had been dropped off in the presidential suite with your compatriots. What are you guys doing? I mean, I was too busy like checking out that cool iron sheet, and I kind of ignored her. But then I realized I'm going to need at least one or two other people. And I thought, I know two other guys with me right now. And I went down to their room. Yeah, yeah, of course. And what about you? And Killian shoots him. (laughs) (laughs) That's your right about it. As he should. Couldn't. Once I was in my room, I would have put some stuff away, dusted myself off a little bit from our ride, and take a second to make sure that a locket that I wear all the time is still secure around my neck. And after taking a minute to just compose myself and take a break from all the nonsense I've had to listen to <laughs> on the entire way here, just kind of recompose myself and then head down the hall because I'm hungry. Yeah. Um, you guys would both kind of arrive simultaneously after the the gist of that conversation took place. Um, Thatcher, Killian, did you guys already start eating? No, we're still talking. Okay, but we, but we may then continue our conversation the, down in the uh, the 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 vittle area. Yeah. Well, so then the two of them would continue or would arrive around the time that that conversation uh, lapses. Your door's been kind of like propped in the in the process of this, not propped open, but just kind of like to the frame. Um, and again, there is a small kind of like sitting area in that room that has a coffee table um, and and like maybe a couple of just really basic chairs, enough for you all to kind of sit around it and, and pick up these these big steaming bowls of, of stew. Vittle. <laughs> what uh what do you guys want to do i want to season it with salt and pepper because it's not quite there do you do you have those things i assume that there might be some on the table like a diner <laughs> no no again this is in it's your room there's like a coffee thing. table in oh your, in my bad i thought suite. we had no we had, this we had is to go all to the place. presidential suite no, no 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 they had it brought up to your room there's really oh, there's man. not like a a, a a restaurant like built into the, the, the place. They have like a small kitchen. Okay. I look yeah. at reluctant, like, do you need salt? Uh, no, I think old reluctant salty enough. <laughs> 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 yeah, we did. I'm just noshing this down. Okay. While you guys are eating, do you want to talk about anything or do you all just sit in silence and stare at each other while you eat? I no, like that idea. No, no, no. But I'm I gonna, want him to talk at me. Yeah, I'm going to put my bowl down and look out over all of them and, and basically kind of lay down Spins the law yarns. to them. Talk to them about how, you know, he looks around at this at the room and he sees not a single person that's probably ever lifted a uh, a six-shooter in their life towards somebody. And um, mission jobs like this is really for the weak-hearted. If somebody's missing, if somebody's in danger, there's going to be some tough decisions that have to be made. And uh, he wants to know for sure that his uh, partners that he's been saddled with are capable of making those tough decisions. 
Pastor kind of like stops as he's about to take another bite. And he's like, this is an odd time to bring that up. In my line of work, uh, time rarely calls upon us in our, uh, in, in our moment of, uh, of, I don't know. I'm kind of tipsy. Uh, but what I'm trying yes. <laughs> Basically he just wants to get the point across that in, in, in certain jobs like this, especially when you're called upon by our particular friends, it usually never ends well or never goes quite as, as easy or clean as you like. And, and I want to be assured that uh, these people are capable of doing the job because all I've seen so far is a, a nosy journalist, a uh, ice cold woman, and a uh, looks over at, at Emmett and just says, I honestly don't know what the hell to classify you as. I know my way around a firearm. Don't worry on my end. What and you shoot? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'll say what you shoot coyotes on the ranch. More than coyotes, go after horses. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Kind of curious oh. about that one too. Um, Fur and take a Benny. <laughs> There you go. And then, then I'll look at him and just hear what he has to say. I'm curious, and, and I'm just gonna throw my hands up and say, "And what about you? I'm curious about what you have to say about this." I think for this job, as long as we all work together, lift with our legs, not our backs, we could get the metal sheet down and get it to my wagon. Uh, probably. Uh, you know, after the job's done, make sure we're rested up before we do all the heavy lifting. What the hell are you talking about? Are we not discussing how we're going to get the complimentary metal sheet to my wagon? <laughs> I'm just going to lean oh. in. I'm just going to lean in toward him. How the hell did you get this job anyway? Are you related to somebody in the in the uh, in the business or what? How does this work? Are you like a cousin? <laughs> Are you cousin Emmett? <laughs> What's happening? And I, I just look at him and go, uh, I know I haven't seen my wife in like 10 years at this point. Is your cousin your like, wife? This feels like the maniac. What the hell does that mean? Did he, did he kill his wife? <laughs> He just His away. mind just drifted away. <laughs> if you go into that dude's room and he's got a bucket of chestnuts, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> he's foraging he's for his food. For his food. <laughs> when he says that, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shut up and start drinking. So why? As I'm doing in real life. Oh. So I assume you're just kind of like looking around a room for just to figure out like what good is the people around you. Yeah, because you need to understand. Yeah. Like so, uh, Achillean Legion is he's he's a lawman through and through. He's seen some shit. He's done some shit. He is uh he is the go to yeah. guy when you need people killed. And all he sees in front of him are skip scaps of scallywags. <laughs> so while Oh god, there he went. Oh, oh, no. you broke. He got broke. He's back. I'm here. <laughs> He's there. All right. So while you're distracted, like this is a moment where actually Thatcher kind of like really thrives. Because while you're distracted by the complete fucking insanity by this son of a bitch over here, <laughs> Thatcher utilizes and out of character here. I've got the MacGyver thing, and I'm just like I pull some rope out and my fork kind of bending around. As this is all going out, I'd already 
I had already like put some shit together to reach across without you noticing and yank both guns out of your pockets while I'm sitting there just kind of just with them. Both in guns front of me. out of my pockets? What? what? I, I have de-armed you. Know I have you. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I literally de-armed you while you, you were distracted. You know how guns work. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to have to play some game for that one. That one's not going to be free. He's he's trying to argue that he's distracted by my buffoonery. He, I, uh, his buffoonery, and I, I was able to me. pull I, his I, guns out of his. his Hunter, if you gun have satchels. if you have a role for him to do that, I'll let him try. <laughs> I mean, so okay, your MacGyver Edge. It says you can quickly create improvised devices from scraps, and it's strictly at, at my discretion. Mm-hmm. I assume what you're trying to do is create something to basically improve stealth rolls. You're trying to do something stealthily, and this is going to help you do that. Yeah. That's how I'm going to treat it. Yeah. So if you want to make a stealth roll, I'll let you roll it at a D6 instead of a D4, which means you'll roll two D6s. But this is also going to be an opposed roll. So, Killian, you're going to make a notice roll. Oh, <laughs> whichever yeah. Whichever of the two of you gets a higher number, that's who will succeed. Do, do, I, uh, do I also get the uh, the wild die, too, or is it just the notice roll? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. You always oh, get yeah. a wild die. Always. So, the only time do you two, don't six. get a wild Motherfucker! die is It's another one! <laughs> Shit it! Oh, What's oh, no, happening? Stop. Here comes Stop. mine. Wait, did you do two of them? Oh, oh hold on. Ooh. I exploded. Oh, no, wait a minute. He I exploded. Yeah, keep it going. Oh, oh that's a 13, Hunter. It's a 13 total, so you yeah. have to beat a 13 with this stealth roll. Go ahead, God Cass. damn it. It's Go ahead. coming. It ain't Ooh. that. I'm waiting patiently. <laughs> it's a four right now. Hold on. He's got to ace one of them and then keep it going. Yeah, and it's a D6, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, he well, got a 53, Hunter. I think that beats my 12. Or a 1d6. Hold on. I think I made a mistake. Oops. Whoa. Sorry, what's Whoa. that doing there? Whoa. I think I Whoa. just saw it. Whoa. 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 It's too. Okay. 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 So you, but your highest roll is a 4 versus a 13. Hunter, can, um, I, can you, I take this one? Do what? Do you mind if I take this one? If I, if sure. I, I just want to. I, I want to quickly note that my video keeps going weird. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dip out for just a second. I'll be right back. But right. you do create this little device. You have a little piece of rope and you got a little fork and you. You made some sort of little improvised grappling. <laughs> wait till he comes back for this one. Yeah, wait for it. Okay, oh, there he wait. is. So, uh, you is make he here. Yeah, I think I'm here. Yeah. Okay, See, he's you, here. I'm here. You make this little device and you went. You go to grab my guns, but Killian. Because his guns are an extension of him, he feels the tug at his gun belt. He sees you trying to take the pistols. He immediately bolts up out of his chair, grabs you by the collar, and incensed, almost enraged, says, What do you think you're doing? Mm-hmm. Just, just and while enraged. you're doing that, I'm picking your pocket and pulling your wallet out. He tells you. He <laughs> no, tells you. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> he, he angrily tells you, Don't touch those. And I'm just, I, I, I'm just like reaching down, riding. Like I'm not having any type of like emotional reaction to this. I'm just like still kind of like taking notes. And despite the fact that you don't say anything, in his, he just kind of like shakes his head and goes, "Shut up!" And just like grabs you by the, Ooh. grabs you by the, uh, the collar. Then realizes what he's done and kind of pushes you back and straightens his, uh, straightens his, his tie and everything. And mm. 
Killian, take another bidding. I'm good at being crazy, Steven. You good, you good crazy. <laughs> Aw. I had a good <laughs> way to do, do as this is happening. Um... <clears throat> Because he's dead I'm serious. Assuming, this, this isn't a funny thing. Like he, it's one of those yeah, things this, where, like, this, right, yeah, they, no, they, yeah, the, the air yeah. sucks out of the room. Ugh. I mean, there's an empty, there's I'm, an empty uh, bowl of stew that just gets sent across the room when you stand up like that. Ooh. Just clatters all over the place. Fortunately, it's empty. But I become very alert and don't take my eyes off of him because I want to know what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> But oh, neither of you said oh, anything specific? I do have my potato soup, right? Like, right in front of me. I should well, have it's, our it's bowl. beef stew, but or beef I stew. Guess. Sorry. What? I forgot it was potato. What? <laughs> what? It was potato or potato beef. soup. I can't tell if he's playing his character and he thinks that beef is potato. I don't, I don't know. know anymore. No, no, no. I'm not that fucking crazy. His literally is no longer confined. <laughs> it's so long to confined to this game. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. No, okay. Now I'm rethinking it. It's too hot to throw. I was gonna throw it at like uh, Thatcher's face just to see if I can make soup. I'm just gonna see if I can make him laugh by throwing soup in my face. <laughs> That's funny. Throwing him. soup in the point, Shall we kill the scientist? Uh, nothing funny. What's the guy? It makes logical sense to me. I, I mean, don't know. If if you want to try to throw the, like the whole bowl, like you just want to just huck that thing? No, no, no. Like just toss the stew. Like just get him dirty. That like hurt him. <laughs> it's too hot to throw, but oh. Yeah, I know. It's it like, wait. It, it's too I hot. Because I was like, like, okay. <laughs> so do you like like what do you want like you want to get some on the spoon and like fling it do you want to like yeah up into the bowl at him do you want to like overhand the whole thing like a food fight like what are you trying to do here so yeah the thought was just to like <laughs> all, all of the above <laughs> like all that the whole bowl at him apparently no, no no so yeah i was a little over aggressive with that uh Okay. Basically, I want to make old reluctant laugh, and I feel like just throwing food at the guy that he's angry at would, you know, get a chuckle out of, him. or at okay. least diffuse the situation. Um, I, I mean, do you Lighten have the throwing me. skill at all? Uh no, I have athletics. Uh no, okay. Peg. I feel like we've been playing uh, no so, we're all so just like let's just do a thing. <laughs> okay, so you're 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 going to have to roll a d4 and a d6, and whichever one gets the higher total thing, I, uh, I I'm going to make you subtract two. So badly it. want you to do this, Stephen. Please do it. <laughs> Please There's do it. Four, so I can't even that increase that. No, no that's that a d6. Six. He rolled oh, shit, to dodge bad. this. Oh, this was d4. Well, we're gonna we're gonna base it on we're gonna base it on your stats. You have yeah. a stat for that. <clears throat> Wait, stat for what? No, I'm talking about him. Oh, okay. I feel like I want to die. So that should be a two. If he's throwing it at me, and I just want to like duck it, and it hits. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what you're that's what you're rolling uh, against. Yeah, you have a, you have a, a deal for that. So Perry is the physical one, but you have a standard ah, like anything gosh. else. The target number is four. 
uh, mm-hmm. for for like ranged attacks. So basically, you're eh, trying okay. to hit a four to hit him. Now, here's the yeah. important thing: did you roll a four? Yes, but you don't have throwing as a skill, which means you rolled a two. Yeah, which yeah. Means that two. bowl of soup goes wide. Uh, <laughs> oh no! It doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere near your intended target, and it clatters against the wall. Oh, uh, I was worried it was gonna hit me. You miss the window by like an inch like you almost sent that heavy ass bowl right Window. through the glass nice. and instead you hit right beside it hits the wall soup just like streams like whatever <laughs> soup was left or stew just like like there's like bits of stew like stuck to the wall that are just like sliding down in the the remaining deal and the bowl and the the spoon clatter to the ground they're made of pretty tough stuff so they don't break um, but they do clatter to the ground loudly. This all happened like you do this like a, a like a half second after everything's going on. So it's like you react like a little too late. <laughs> yes. And then that happens. You're all free to do whatever you want with that information. I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna survey this. I just grabbed Thatcher up. We were on, we were having such a good time. I grabbed him up and threatened him and screamed uh, while huh? Emmett threw a bowl of soup at at us and missed. I'm taking in yeah. this whole situation. I'm going to step back, kind of brush myself off, and I'm going to go walk through town and get uh, clear my mind. And I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not going to say anything to him. I'm just going to look at all of them and just kind of walk out of the room. Okay. Fair. So you just you just leave. All right. Yeah. I don't think I passed Fair enough. I'm going to go I'm going to go take a take a late night stroll through town to clear my mind and uh deal with my demons. And the party literally closed. What about the he rest got of what you? he wanted? Yeah. Well, if we're sitting in silence for a moment, I'll break the silence. And mm-hmm. so we're not getting anything else accomplished tonight, <laughs> I am assuming. Oh, I'm going to the bar. I'm going are to you sleep. going to the bar like, to ask Thatcher... for information? Or are you going to the bar to get smashed? Both. Like, Thatcher, <laughs> Thatcher is pretty much like Thrash. this whole scene. <laughs> this whole scene just like happened in front of him. He kind of like just licks the, like, off the wall. Just the, the, the stew was good. Just kind of like, a, oh, that's thing kind of happened. And walks pretty much just like, hey, I'm going to run down to the bar. Uh, which is that red place? Something or other. What was it called? The, uh, the red, red door. door. Red. That's the, red the red door. I'm heading. Yeah, I want to announce that so everybody knows which one I'm going to. <laughs> okay. All and right. so I'm heading because I'm still assuming that it's not like late, late. It is at this point about nine o'clock at night. Yeah, it's not yeah, late. Okay. Yeah, I'm no. heading down there pretty much just to explore and learn some more about the town. Okay, I'm going to tag along, if nothing else, to babysit so that we don't already lose a party member before the night's over. Evan, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I want to go back to my room. It is nine o'clock. Probably time for my for me to go to bed, but party's still going. So I guess I'll just trot along, see where everyone's heading. If she's gonna go after uh, old reluctant, I'll probably just uh, follow behind Thatcher. Well, I was following <laughs> Thatcher also. So. He's going oh, okay. to Emmett's <laughs> fix it shop to fix Emmett. Fix. Here's no fixing. Oh. Okay. That's sad. Um, so three of you seem to be going in one direction. Where where are you heading, actually, uh, Killian? Uh, literally just walk around town, walk around the streets, <laughs> taking the sights, clear his mind. Um, he kind of walks where no one else is walking. 
specifically where he doesn't see people. That way he can carry on a conversation in private, which from everyone else's perspective seems like he's just talking to himself and arguing with himself. But he knows that it's much deeper than that. Is Are you heading in a direction like would Thatcher pass you on his way to the red place or what have you? Looking at the map, I honestly, I would probably be heading towards the outskirts of town just because I know there's going to be less people there. Um, so I probably would be heading, w- which building are we at? Number 31, was it? Or is it a different one? You're, you're at 22 right now, 22. which is a little ways west from 31. Um, if you guys, the rest of you are going to the Red Door Saloon, it is almost right there in that center square, the Main Smith 3rd uh, yeah, and 2nd Avenue. Collection. <clears throat> yeah, it's on 3rd Avenue there. Yeah, I would have headed to the right. Oh, I see it. Okay. You would have headed to the right. Okay. Oh, okay. So you would have gone basically down Second Avenue and headed out toward Bridger, like yes. Smith and Bridger Street. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um somewhere along the way there. Sorry, has anybody seen number thirty eight? I'm looking for thirty eight. Thirty eight uh... is at tra- ter- on the left, Terrytown Street in Maine. Yep, uh, middle of the left square. Oh, okay, the center. Yeah, it's, so it's a little, it's a little ways further down there. Um, can I convince you, Killian, to instead of heading right, just head straight on down Main, like you're heading toward Terrytown Street and uh, all the way west toward Boot Hill? Well, you don't have to completely convince me. Fate convinces him. He has an urge <laughs> to go that way. <laughs> and mainly I ask if you don't have any specific purpose, like you're just kind of trying he's to just wandering. One yeah, he's, he's just wandering. It accomplishes, it accomplishes the same effect, but it also, uh, it does a little something for me. So the three of you were heading toward the, the red door saloon. And as you all sign of sort of leave in this kind of odd little uh, ducks following each other kind of situation, um, we, we cross back over to Killian, um, Killian, as you wait for like people to pass you on the street, what, um, <laughs> What are you saying? You said you're having a conversation. What are some of the things that, if even though no one is overhearing you, what are the something that something that we as the audience would overhear? He is trying <laughs> to calm. It's almost like he's trying to argue with a voice that is almost inspiring him to get angry, to take care of these situations, to show his strength and and you know show his dominance over everybody else. And he's arguing with him that he doesn't have to be that person that. He doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have to hurt anybody to get his point across that uh, the way he thinks is wrong and that it's always been wrong. And that's why they're in the situation that they're in now, basically, because violence and and hate and rage just consumes and destroys. Yeah. As as he's having. Oh, sorry. (coughs) No, go ahead. You're good. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, I'm assuming that he's having this conversation, this, this, this whole kind of like inner turmoil or what have you and it's slowing down his pace i'm assuming that thatcher leaving just very shortly after um reluctant has there's a way like there's a possibility on my way to 43 that i overtake him or see him on my way you might because he's he he paces back and forth sometimes when he argues gotcha because this is i was gonna say because this is a personal thing i'm gonna say that if he doesn't want to be seen he doesn't get found that that I'm going to leave that up to Killian. Not entirely. Like he he doesn't want to be in groups, but if someone right. just happens to see him or overhear him, he's not hiding. He's just okay. avoiding. So as, okay. as Thatcher's his primary goal is heading like getting down to the bar because he wants to kind of learn some more stuff. But along the way, he's looking for a reluctant. Like 
curious about like where he where he's going and everything, kind of keeping an eye out for him. Um, and he sees him. I'm if that's cool to say, as he's walking toward the bar, and he 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 approaches him cautiously, you know, in a friendly manner, holds out a hand, kind of like doesn't really say anything, but just a a, a shake, just to acknowledge that you know the 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 situation. To, to toad reluctant. He is he is going to look at you for a second, look at your hand, and kind of there's a, there's a momentary twitch, almost like it's almost like he's fighting with himself. Like you can almost see, almost like there's a devil on his shoulder and an angel on his shoulder telling him to do different things. And for a split second, you see that inner turmoil. But he kind of shrugs it off and then shakes your hand and kind of nods at you and uh, starts to walk away. As as you did that, he just like. Thatcher gives him this 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 uh, acknowledging nod and like an apology for for so, the action. It, it's an and unspoken kind of like pulls nod. Him in just, yeah, right. But but just kind of catches him off guard with this kind of like pull in hug side hug thing, and then lets go and starts to walk away back to the bar. And so at that, at that you, point, Killian would watch him walk away and just to no one say, "Yeah, I don't get that either." But okay, that was nice, <laughs> I suppose. Are are the other two of you are you following um, Thatcher at this point toward the Red Door Saloon still? Yeah, I'm I'm heading to the same place that he's going just because from what happened earlier, I don't know how much he's going to drink or if he's going to get himself in more trouble. Okay, and Killian, you're just kind of standing and watching them walk away. You're not following them. No, he sees them walk away and he's going to walk <laughs> off in the opposite direction. He still needs some alone time. Okay. He said, um, we would, since and as we would stay, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, if you're going to jump ahead, I was just going to note, like describe my entry there. Um, we'll, we'll come back to that. I'm going to yep. put a pen in that. Yep. So Killian would basically, we would watch over Killian's shoulder as the three of you now walk away. Fern maybe takes that one look back kind of at, at Killian just to make sure he's good. Um, as described, and then the the other three of you kind of go along. Emmett maybe occasionally. Uh, Emmett, the stars are particularly bright tonight. What does that tell you? Hmm. <clears throat> I'm so, I'm too tired to think about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it over. I just want to if you wanted to fuck with it. You know that's that was just that was for you. Um, I appreciate. So we would it. stay over. We would stay over Killian's shoulder as the rest of you are, are walking away. Killian turns and walks left. He's headed down that that street, which would take him past the music hall saloon. And so we hear, sort of in a, a Doppler effect, we hear this this um, sound grow louder and then quieter as he gets closer and then further away from it, passing it. But we're constantly over his shoulder uh, through this perspective. Off to what is his right is the music hall saloon, and we hear um, uh, someone say from inside, "Ladies and gentlemen." You've been waiting all week, Ms. Lila Denslow, and they're already cheering and hooting and hollering and all that. You hear this um, very lonely sort of fiddle start up. And this woman um, who has, uh, I hope I'm not fucking my mic up. This woman who has this very, um, sultry is not the word, but it's a very um, raspy haunted. Well, no, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of sorrowful, kind of raspy or not raspy. I don't know. You, <laughs> you put a word, you put a word in my head. You motherfucker. Um, <laughs> this kind of haunted, sorrowful sort of, sort of sound. Um, and she starts to sing. Um, she says in the lonely high, you enters where the cold winter wails up long trackless canyons down old forgotten trails. There roamed my sweet Bill with death on his tail. 
Though he never came back, my love for him won't fail. Uh, Thatcher, how do you enter the Red Door Saloon? I'm assuming we are entering kind of as a pair, like as a group. Uh, when it's three people, it's a trio. Yeah, I would have caught up with you. Okay. (laughs) And so Thatcher just kind of, and I'm thinking about this from like a third point, like point of view from behind. It's kind of dark outside. You know, it's after night. Stars are shining, but there's a a much brighter interior that I'm walking through. Saloon doors, I'm assuming it's the cut style where you can, like, it's not a closed door. You can see kind of above and below it, the light peering out sounds and everything coming out and i just kind of like push them open not not like trying to enter the room with flint like all flamboyantly and everything i actually don't even push both of them i just come in from one of the one on the right and uh and we and just kind of enter into the light all right um we see that happen the other two of you are you guys following him in yeah i'll follow him in okay we cut back to Killian, smash cut back to him. This song, by the way, never stops, um, who is still walking down the street. He's now passing the music hall saloon. You can hear the the hooting and hollering and someone calling out, Lila, marry me, uh, and, and people kind of occasionally singing along. <clears throat> she never fails. He built up a shack way out in the bogs where the moss hangs down low. It's a bed for the frogs and all the crickets sigh. As they sing him to sleep, I promised my sweet Bill, for him I shan't weep. Back to the bar. What are you guys doing? That's y'all. Oh, yes. Oh, I've, I have found whoever yeah, YouTube is making fun of me. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I've already walked in, found the like most solo individual, anybody just sitting at a table by them lonesome. I'd gotten a drink from the bar and I'm sitting with them just kind of like opening up a conversation. Similar to old Jack John Jimmy from like the previous location we were at. The this is Jack um, John Jimmy. The Jack this John is Jimmy. A, uh, this is a very rustic place. Um, so it, again, it's the oldest bar in town and it looks like it really hasn't been updated. So yeah, there's a lot of like peg leg tables and very, um, kind of, kind of cobbled together stuff. It takes no time for you to find someone like that. And we'll do detail them a little more later on. Um, what about the other two of you? I'll have gone up to the bar and gotten a drink and <clears> just kind of <throat> made a perch there where I can see most of the room. Sure. Absolutely. Emmett. Um, I'll probably just hang with Fern for the evening, just so uh, you know. I'm I'm sorry. I'm very tired. I really need to go to bed. So. Stop! Stop apologizing. Not... Do the thing. Right. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You you can you can sign a Yeah, I'm just or... I'm just gonna be but with Fern just with a drink. So okay. I'm gonna learn how to ignore him as he rambles. <laughs> <laughs> We smash uh, cut back again to Killian. Now you're passing past the saloon, and so we're hearing the the sound of Lila fade out. He'll stay there forever, alone in his shame. So disgraced and disheveled, folks lost his true name. But I'll walk the wild hills with these words on my breath. And now you hear other people join in these last couple of lines. Goodbye, my sweet Bill, who was tracked down by death. 
the fill goes on a little bit longer. It fades out. There's more hooting and hollering, but it's getting quieter because you're walking further away. As that sound dies down and you hear her very faintly say, thank you. Um, behind you, there is like a rush of like a whispering wind that goes by. You feel it like breeze right past your neck. You turn and look what would be directly at the camera and we cut to black. And that is where we're going to call it tonight. Oh, uh, he was about to sing too. Oh yeah. He had a, he created a whole verse. I'm also <laughs> tired, Steven. And by tired, I mean tipsy. Yes. There you go. Um, there you go. I, I swear at this point to only drink an entire bottle of wine during horse time. Thank you. Ladies <laughs> Probably, a good idea. Probably best bet. Probably a good Don't idea. listen to him. He's going to do it during AD also. I okay yeah maybe maybe just not this one and you know extras and epilogues is probably for the best extras and epilogues is probably the worst one for it this one at least i could use the excuse that my character might go to the bar and sure. tip back yeah. one or two but <laughs> there's really no excuse on extras and epilogues <laughs> i'm just testing a theory on can you get incredibly tipsy off an entire bottle of wine the answer yeah, is yeah. yes those there's no yes. theory we could have told you this well i just proved so, it but we knew anyway. So guys, that's what we're going to call it for tonight. Um, we will be back next Tuesday with another installment, barring any unforeseen circumstances. As far as I know, we should be good. This um, is going well. I think so too. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and we have lots of other stuff going well this week. So speaking of extras and epilogues, Shannon, tomorrow uh, we are, we, we've turned February from rom-com February into Sandra Bullock February. Yes. And I'm, uh, I'm here for it. Although, um, when Harry met Sally, funny enough, at the store that I own, Gaming Grounds, 7-Eleven Broadway now, because they changed our address, oh. Oh. Um, we just got in a VHS copy of When Harry Met Sally, and I thought that really? was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, it is. I'd like, to, I'd like to watch that. I'd love to be able to do that at some point in time, because that was one of the ones I had on the list you know, this month. Another thing, and I don't mean to keep this long, and I promise I won't, but we noticed today I put on... So we put on a little movie. We have like a blockbuster section in the store, and we put movies on back there. Today I put on The Hunt for Red October, which is one of my favorite yeah. films. Sean Connery, Alec Baldwin as uh, yeah. Jack Ryan, before Harrison Ford played yeah. him, and, and then et cetera, et cetera. Well, I noticed today as we're watching it that it's in widescreen. And I, it's one of the only times I've ever seen a VHS film in widescreen because, you know, back in the day, it was mostly full yeah. screen. The only one I know that I had Rydell that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, episode one, we had. A that was the VHS one. Board. Yeah, I knew we had a widescreen. It was Star yeah. Wars, yep. The Phantom Menace. It's kind of rare, so, though. Yeah. So we, we skipped last week for Valentine's Day, um, but the the week before for extras and epilogues we covered uh, while you were sleeping. Of oh, course, it's the best because because Shannon loves Sandra Bullock. I, I found so uh, the much. proposal. Yes, the proposal, which is her and Ryan Reynolds from 2009. Sure. We're going to be talking about that tomorrow. Oh, I um, love that movie. Well, Lindsay's back yeah, we, for we rom com Tuesday Teddy again. Was say, awesome. <laughs> we just watched Tuesday. it yesterday. I, I just saw it for the first time yesterday. So, I've, we'll, we'll so for the record, Hunter, tomorrow. I've never seen that film. I hadn't either. I yeah, have not. This will be the first it. time for me. I watched it yesterday. Um, warning: Sarah Sandra Bullock is kind of a bitch in it. It's okay. <laughs> I still love her. <laughs> so we got that tomorrow uh, on eighty. What are we doing this week? Did we decide in advance? God I damn! I will get it figured her. out tomorrow hey, at work. Can I? Can I suggest one? Sure. 
So I was, yeah. and, I, and I'm being dead serious. I'm being dead serious. I was thinking about okay. this. So on Saturday, and I know I'm tipsy, but I'm I'm very sober when I say these things. On Saturday, I wrapped up my time with Cape Championship Wrestling, um, and that's legit. Like people have still asked me, "Is this a story?" It's not a story. I'm really done with CCW. Um, I've I've signed the paperwork on Friday. Well. It made me thinking of how proud I am over the past few years of doing that show. I'm very proud of what I've accomplished at Cape Championship Wrestling. So I thought, what if we did a top five on the shows that we are most proud of doing? Like, what's basically, what's your favorite episodes that you have done at Podzilla 1985? Because um, I have five that I can think of off the top of my head of ones that I was like, man, I really love doing that show. I am proud of doing that show. And uh, my initial thought of this, and I'm not trying to kiss people's asses here, but my initial thought was like, uh, the the I can't think of the day the Inquisition I thought the Inquisition <laughs> that's that's a show to be proud of the right Inquest? there God damn it fucking I'm done you get what I'm trying to say I tried to think of it too when I couldn't think of it <laughs> I, yeah uh, yeah I can do that I, I off the top of my head I, it's gonna take me a little bit to look for specific episodes of things but yeah I mean yeah I could do that I oh could, yeah I, I could be down I have five episodes already that I'm like if someone were to ask me what are the what are the five episodes that you are most proud of doing for Podzilla 1985 I could easily go these five episodes Fallout. I think that's gonna be difficult Fallout. for Shelby because she's only ever on one episode most of the time. That's true. Okay, we might have to rethink this. Maybe, maybe this her, is a horse but... time topic. We could talk about this on horse time because the rest of us have be been on here longer. <laughs> well, no, Kaz has been on many, many shows. Yeah. Well, true, yeah, but, yes, but Kaz not has like... done a good job. Everybody, let's yeah, I, let's I, get him. Kaz. That no one has done a good yeah. job, <laughs> <laughs> but like. <laughs> We have done a great job at being bad. And speaking of horse time, it's back on Friday. I don't know what the sketch is going to be. We're not singing. Well, I you say that, but you know, Hmm. I didn't think I was going to be singing tonight. Hmm. Here I am. (laughs) Aren't we, Shannon? Aren't we? What? All right, and then we're back next Tuesday with another episode of the Horror at Headstone Hill as PZ85 plays Deadlands. Until then, we're wrapping this thing up for tonight. For Kaz, for Shannon, for Lindsay, and for Steven, I am your Game Master Double H. You motherfucker. (laughs) You have got to stop (laughs) drinking on this show. I'm not even going to do anything fun now. Bye. Just end it. I'm going to be like Cody now. Just end the episode. (laughs) All right, do you want me to end it? Yes. Uh.